This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Facebook Bookers Podcast. My name is Jerry. Also here is Rich Torres, and welcome to another post-pay-per-view, I guess they still call them, Fastlane, which I watched on the WWE Network because I'll ride or die until the very end. And Rich Torres, introduce yourself or whatever. I am Rich Torres. I also watched on the WWE Network instead of Peacock because I didn't feel like setting up my, my Peacock account just yet, first of all. Second of all, in case I had to pause, I wanted to know that if I paused, it would pause and I w- wouldn't miss anything. Because apparently there's some issues with Peacock. Further issues with Peacock, or rather some decisions being made by Peacock upcoming in the news. That can be our segue if you want. Well, I, I would love for that to, to be the segue, but usually after the pay-per-view is over, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, we make it known. We make it known off the gate who is the current basement champion. And I have to congratulate you on your 100% score for this past pay-per-view or special event, whatever they feel like calling it. Whatever they feel like calling it. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, at the end of the day, I have to be the champion. We really had all the same picks going in, but I had to pick something to take a chance, and I lost. Rich, I don't have to be better than you for an entire pay-per-view. I only need just one opportunity. Yep, and that was the, well, the whole thing was predictable. Seth Rollins over Shinsuke Nakamura. I can't believe, like, that's a Hail Mary. See, this is why, this is why it's important. They were kind of all I, Hail Marys. Like, the only thing, like. That's the biggest one, though. Like, that one is, that uh, at least to me, no disrespect, was the most obvious match result. I don't know. Um, Alexa Bliss over Randy Orton um, wasn't as wasn't very obvious. That would have been kind of a Hail Mary. I, th- I kind of think we went for a Hail Mary picking Alexa Bliss, and we won. It's just we kind of knew that there was going to be some supernatural stuff happening, and it was, obviously. And I don't know. It was an ODQ match. Look, all I want to say is that I never admitting it had never admitted to thinking that match would be super or natural. Nothing about that match was super or natural. Right. I just want you to know that. That's just how I feel. I know how everybody else feels about this whole angle, and I appreciate that because wrestling can be anything. And of course, you know, we'll go into you defending it when we actually talk about the show. Mm-hmm. But the reason I brought up the championship is to let everybody know that they better be in for a fight because WrestleMania is coming. We take we take every prediction episode very seriously on this Basement Booker's podcast because it can affect the landscape of the podcast for for who knows how many months. Would you months, agree? Months. Yes, absolutely. But Wrestle but WrestleMania WrestleMania is the show of shows. Mm-hmm. It's this. This is huge. It's again two nights of WrestleMania. It's a wrestle extravaganza, and I have to beat you. I know you do. I have to beat you because 
when you're the champion, it's easier to retain than it is to be the challenger and get the belt back. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, all I got to do, dra- either drag you into the deep water, get a draw, or just... I The advantage is always the champion because they pick first. So the challenger's got to like figure shit out. Go back on matches and, and hope for like a miracle mm-hmm. to, to occur in order to, to achieve victory. That's just the way it is. So this you're in for it. There might be a little tension here. But we're gonna we're gonna keep it professional. No matter what. Because at the end of the day, it's because you're the best challenger that I have to beat you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, and you are the longest running champion in basement history. This is true. I have a legacy that I'm trying. I'm trying to do. I will submit myself as the number one basement bookers champion of all time. We're going to make history. But that can only happen with you guys that listen to the basement bookers podcast. Because if a if a if a booker takes a pinfall in the forest and no one's there to to see it or hear it or whatever, that did it happen? Nope, it didn't count. It didn't count. So, hats off, Rich. Why don't you do what you do best? Yes, the segue from we were talking about the pitfalls of Peacock acquiring the WWE Network, and now, according to the Hollywood Reporter, some people have mentioned this, and there's a specific example in here. Uh, Peacock is removing segments of existing WWE content that don't fit with their, quote, standards and practices. Their words. This is not not a storyline. Their words. Uh, So far, this includes the Piper versus Bad News Brown match at WrestleMania 6 due to Piper coming out in half blackface. And Vince McMahon's backstage comedy segment where he used the N-word to Cena with Booker T nearby. This the Vince McMahon character. Yes. Now... Mm. We wa- I think we we watched that live together because this was back in the day when we were doing that. And we mm-hmm. didn't think anything of it other than, holy crap, that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, neither of us said, well, he's a, he's a racist. We got to cancel this, man. No one was offended by that. Right. Also, you're, this is a different time altogether that you're talking about. It is. Like, this is it's like true. a long time ago. Right. Like, we don't think of it that way because, you know, we were there. But, like, there's people that listen to this podcast probably that weren't alive when that happened. Sure. I, I should have looked up when exactly when that was, but it was probably, like, I'd say... Dude, it was early 2000s. Yeah, I was going to say 10, like, so 15 years ago, give or take. Um, give or take, yeah. We We took it for what it was, which was something meant to be funny. Yeah, nobody, you know... Now, and then Booker T's like, you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly what he said. So, um, not for this, but I remember researching back a while back, just out of curiosity. Laughter is the human response to something that makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, all comedy is supposed to do is make you uncomfortable. It, by, its ex- by its definition, right. really. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if a comedian is not making you laugh, then... 
you know, he's not a successful comedian. You're not going to find him funny. So if so, we apparently associate being made uncomfortable to be amusing, and that's exactly what that was. Well, that's that's you know, this is also it's this is a more historical uh, thing. You know, it's the it's the it's the court jester, right? You know, he says things to the king that other people just get hanged for, but that's his deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to mock the powerful. They're supposed to make you laugh and stuff like that. Right. You know, they talk about the absurd, and it's like, yeah, it's going to make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. In a way, just to go with that court jester analogy, you know, the court jester was kind of to keep the king or royalty grounded. It's like, listen, let's joke about this because it's really not all that serious. Right? Yeah. So. Anyway. It's not even that. It's like shows them like what to pay attention to. Like if he's going to, if he's busting your balls about this, then that means that the people, there's something to it yeah. also. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Right. So to move on from that, WB. Uh, Just a one quick second. Yes. That's also kind of why I hate all these late night talk shows now, because like anytime you hear about them, it's nothing funny. It's not for anything funny. Hmm. Like they're not make they're not do they're not they're 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 like activists now. It's not funny anymore. It's so boring. Like we 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 go to that stuff to have fun and hear jokes and stuff. Like it's so corny. Yeah, to me, like I have like there's a reason we need like certain things. Like comedy's an institution. It is, at like, least in my opinion. <laughs> I have I haven't watched like one of those late late night talk shows in a very long time. I Not did... even the the Daily Show's funny. <laughs> I I haven't seen that. In, I haven't seen any of them in a very long time. I think as far as like the late night talk show hosts, the last one that I thought was really funny on a regular basis was Craig Kilborn. Because oh, I remember him. He did movies and stuff. Yeah, so like, he would, he wasn't like all the other talk show hosts in that, like, if he had no idea who a guest was, he'd let them know. He like he wouldn't he wouldn't try to inflate their ego or anything. If like he was a lot more real with his guests, often to his detriment, but that was part of his shtick. You know, that was like. Him being made uncomfortable or making his guest uncomfortable was comedy for all of us. One thousand percent. So that was why I liked Craig Kilborn. Everyone's like, oh, you know, after Johnny was Jay Leno and whatever. I didn't care for Jay hey. Leno. Hey, come on, man. It's me. Couldn't. Jay Leno. Hey. Couldn't, I couldn't do hey. it. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely did, did not uh, enjoy any of David Letterman's work. Um, Jimmy Fallon's all right. Uh, there's another guy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he sucks now too. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, so I, sad. I don't remember any really good Jimmy Kimmel segments. They, they just because they don't exist. Okay, like so, many, <laughs> like, on, like when I'm like scrolling through Facebook or YouTube or whatever, a lot of Jimmy Jimmy Fallon will pop up. Like he happens to do a lot of like musical stuff. He's pretty musically talented himself, which I didn't know going in. Um, yeah, I, I like that he does like these stupid game things. Yeah, yeah, like. Uh, but I, I've never, I haven't really watched any of his things. But like, I'll see like a YouTube clip, and that's like as far as far as I go. Yeah, there's um Wheel of Musical, I don't remember what it's called, but like 
you you spin a wheel and it'll land on an artist and a song and it, that song is not by that artist and you have to perform that song in the style of that artist okay and like like it'll be like Mary had a little lamb in the style of Britney Spears yeah I think like Triple H and Stephanie did a thing on his show maybe it's so weird that I haven't seen that I think they they did some show where they did like um they performed some stuff so I, I think it was him. You could probably YouTube it after the podcast on your own time. Yeah, and you could, but, like, but going it on back, the I mean, obviously, podcast thing. obviously, like, like these uh, singers, it's taking them out of their comfort zone to sing someone else's style and a song that's not even by that person or themselves. So that's that makes for it makes them uncomfortable. So they laugh. Audience is going to laugh too, and it might not necessarily be a funny segment. But it's like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Let's see how this person does whatever the song is in that style. Yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it all ties together. Yep. Comedy. People just so, got yeah, to lighten up. Like a cat named Hitler because, <laughs> because it, ha- it, it has what looks like a... Were we talking about this off-air? I think we were talking about uh, this off-air before we started recording. Yeah, we were. Okay. So yeah, um, there was, uh, I'll explain briefly, there was a reporter who, ha- who has a segment, uh, she's a news lady or whatever, so you know, it's like a fluff piece, and like, oh, you know, animals... It's of, the weather person. Yeah, animals that belong to our viewers or whatever, right? Because it was Catter Day. Catter Day, there you go. So this cat had what, it was like a, a, a mostly white face and had black under its nose. So the cat's owner named the cat Kittler. The uh, weather lady said, "Oh, look at look at Hitler there. I I'd name him this instead. Blah blah blah, whatever." But like they they didn't. And that was it. They moved on. But then like the next week, she had to like say, "Oh, I apologize for uh, one of our viewers sent in uh, the name of the cat. The name of the cat was inappropriate. I'm not going to say the name of the cat here. I apologize for." Saying the name of the cat, and uh, I'm, I'm I going forward. I'll try to be better. And I'm like, you're gonna try to be better at what? Proofreading stuff before you read it? Yeah, right. Like you didn't name the cat. You really shouldn't be in trouble for that. Who, whoever let that slip? Because she's not the one that presumably she's not the one that let that on air. Someone had to approve it. Yeah. She's just the talking head that happened to say it. So, publicly, if anyone is vilifying her, I wouldn't. She's the one getting vilified. Publicly. Behind the scenes, it might be pretty different. Maybe they'll... Maybe... I mean, ideally... The They're com- probably like, we, we don't care about this, but just do the thing, you know? Just... <laughs> you know, like, right? honestly, the company should be like, listen, we're sorry we put you in this position. Just do us a favor. Go apologize for it. We'll... We'll take care of you. Here's, there'll be a little bonus in there for you for this gaffe, which is totally our fault. Again, we're sorry. Thank you for being the face of this blunder that we caused. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Because the she, it's not her fault. Yes, honestly. And look, in the spirit of the podcast, you know, in the spirit of what we were talking about, uh, I guess I'll go first. Um uh, look, you know, been doing the Basement Booker's podcast for a long time, and you know, I think uh, maybe I may have said some things that maybe hurt uh, some people's feelings. 
and uh, look, I'm I'm uh, uh, educating myself and um, looking deep within. And first, I'd like to apologize to absolutely freaking nobody <laughs> because we told you what this was. There, the disclaimer is still there. It, it's still there. You know, you, you you should have an idea of what you're getting yourself into. Please, don't allow me to live rent free in your head, but do. <laughs> Like Rich, anything would you we, would anything, you like to apologize? No, anything we anything we say that's pretty clearly in jest, I we I I don't feel the need to apologize for. Like if anything, fast forward twenty years later, Rich is like a a, a rich industrialist. Hey, is this you? Yeah, and I totally hit it. It's like, uh, look. First, I'd like to apologize. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Hold on, my secretary has a prepared statement. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to do better. Oh, <laughs> I grow every day, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, if I did. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to being at least five foot seven. If I were, I wouldn't qualify for this uh, vaccination I'm getting. I hear you, fatty. <laughs> oh man, I'm a shoe in now. I, I I gotta call I gotta call the place to make sure I don't need um a doctor's note because they're saying like for comorbidities that you gotta bring a doctor's note. I'm like, can I just step on a scale and you do the math? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think that some so a certain someone else I know is thinking this might be a good idea too. So I don't know. Together, anyway, to... get a doctor's note. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. I, I think they require it. I have to check. I'm That's what I think. Off. No, I think they do. Okay. I think they do. Don't take my word. Like, still call them, yeah. but I'm letting you know probably, like, That's case, they I have do. to find a new PCP very quickly because, guess what? You know, living in Borough Park, my primary doctor is Jewish, and without even checking, I'm sure Passover. he's closed all of Passover. Yeah, they take it very seriously, especially the hardcore. Yeah, that's that's a big Where, one. There's something to it's respect about that. Like I, I I remember being as a kid, like I never fully understood. I'm always like, you know, it's really hot. This is doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it's like they're ride or die, man. Like it's, it's like this you know, I'm like I respect. it's like you gotta respect that, mm-hmm. you know? Like anybody, like, you know Like even the Amish have like these shorts that they wear. Exactly. Well, listen. I don't. I, that's survival. I don't know if you could survive raising barns dressed like you know in full Hasidic garb. No. Like it. You. It. You, your body just can't take it. Nope. You know. I'm sure they're allowed to like roll up their sleeves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do that. They'll take jackets. But off like. Their sleeves. Yeah, but I don't know, man. This is something about the Amish. I think they're a hardy people. Like, if say someone to make a joke about like. A fight league in which you would take uh, uh, six uh, gentlemen of one side and six gentlemen from the other side and have them have a six-man tag match. Uh, like I, I don't know. I think the Amish are more like a hardy people, more like a tough, you know, waking up with the sun, you know, building a barn, not using like you know regular people conveniences like electricity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's living hard. Yeah, like, you have to do extra. You know, like, you got a horse to run, to, like, pull your plow. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't use, like, that's crazy. My man. cousin actually lives out by the Amish. Like, when I was um, in my car service going from the hotel I was staying at to their house, just there, there was a point 
like about a mile with a mile left to go, there just weren't any streetlights anymore. Dude, I've been to Amish country. It's it's real, dude. Mm-hmm. Like there's just something like be like a Amish thing. It's like there's the air is different. You know what I mean? It's because a lot like less polluted. Yeah, even with like no like like uh like electrical pollution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's it's not there. It was a long time ago that we did that. It was like the only like cool church trip I went on. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> We don't need to go into secret origins. So we're talking about the <laughs> WWE Network on Peacock now, I mean. Yes. And how they're, like, taking stuff out. And I wanted to bring this up before, unless I did bring it up before. But, like, maybe I did. It was probably in my head and I wanted to talk about it. How, like, as, as soon as it was announced, I was concerned about this. Because mm-hmm. I know how, I know NBC's politics and how sensitive they're going to make their stuff. Like, like I don't. Are we we just might not, not see Billy any, like any of the attitude era stuff. That's I. So I was thinking about because it's like okay, so the argument can be made, and I'm gonna try to do this for both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, maybe you don't need Piper and blackface or whatever, which that's not actual blackface, but we don't have to get into the historical meaning of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still some people might find that offensive, so. Not pulling teeth, but if it's just that, okay, fine. I'll give you that. But the problem is, once you give that, there's other things that offend people in different ways that may, what might be offensive to you might not seem offensive to most people. Mm-hmm. So where's the line? Like, who, do they, who do they not listen to? So there goes your Billy and Chuck segments. There yeah. goes your... <laughs> There goes your Eric Bischoff HLA. There goes the Dudley boys putting Mae Young through a table. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe that's not true because maybe she was she was also kind of weird. What about the Mark Henry May Young relationship? The, the Mark Henry May Young. It's all I don't know. Like, who knows what's you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, are we gonna? There's a lot of time traveling involved with what's happening in the world. Are we gonna go back to like? Trading VHSs on the black market, like wrestling content you can't get on the Peacock. Like everything should be allowed to be there. Put a warning Mm -hmm. before it airs. Listen, you might find some stuff offensive, but look, this happened and this is going to be shown. It's an original and it's it's entirety the way it was intended. Yeah. So I I feel like um, there had to have been an understanding between WWE and NBC Universal when this deal happened. They were probably like, well, we're, we're going to comb through your content and take out anything we deem inappropriate. And they were fine with it. Right, because at, at and that I have point, a theory. Peacock is renting this uh, library from WWE. They can choose to air or not air whatever they want. That's true, too. But at the same time, this creates an opportunity for WWE. They could start releasing their own, like, they could start releasing that as, like, Cut content or something. I like believe, there's revenue I there. They can't. Oh, because really? They, you know, Peacock is leasing all the equipment. WWE is essentially releasing the rights to it. So wait till they get to ECW because it's not just the WWE stuff on the network. Right. They have the WCW stuff. They have the ECW stuff. Mm-hmm. They have the old Deep South stuff. Yup. 
Oh, wow, geez. I feel like I should be watching the network right now. Like I feel, I feel like I should be watching the network with OBS running. We we got like we gotta watch. <laughs> Yo, that's the move right there. We got we gotta do that. Right? We gotta watch all those old um, fr- from uh, I think it was these no not these not the Smoky Mountain. For, the homicide promo. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They ain't ready, bro. Yo. <laughs> oh God! Like this is what I was worried about, man. It's temporary. But here we so go. He gets the rights back. That's years. true. Like, who knows if they're even gonna want them? Look, honestly, this two, they're like the future of wrestling is uncertain. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I seen an interview where like Stephanie and Triple H were like, if if like maybe like if you know after Vince was gone, if they were even gonna keep going. You know. So so I saw I saw part. Did you see it? Something like that. I saw, I saw part of a Stephanie interview. She was talking to. I don't remember if it was Sports Illustrated or it was. It was actually it was a major news outlet for sports, and she was saying that if that once Vince eventually does hand over the reins, that things will be different because you know they have people in place, you know, right now to keep everything running, and I'm thinking to myself, so Vince has Vince is essentially the one creator of all of it, right? So, like, he has a creative vision, and that extends into presentation, character development, promos, merchandise, right? Right. So, let's just take those as four separate. Now, all that could be broken up further down, but let's take those four things. One person is now directing all of that. Once Vince is gone, presumably, each of those four roles is going to be taken over by a different person. That's four different people. With it's hard enough for one guy making all the decisions. Exactly. So, like, even even if there's, there has to be one person, or maybe the board of directors. I don't know. That ha- that's going to take the reins and make sure that those four people are on the same page with the promo that's being said and the merchandise that's coming out, and like all of it. I think what? once Vince hands the reins over, the WWE will be will the product will be very very different just because it's not un, it's not coming from the mind of one person who's overseeing everything. Look, man, there's only one solution to this, and it's obviously we got we need a Willy Wonka situation. All right, we gotta we gotta get out some golden tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow maybe like make like a computer algorithm that could somehow figure out who like the biggest WWE fans of all time are. And like they get the golden tickets and then Vince puts them through like these rigorous trials and the one victor will be handed the keys to the kingdom. Mm. That seems probable to me. What if it ends in a battle royale? The golden ticket thing is, I think, is better than battle royale. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's not just it's not just getting the golden tickets. Like the golden tickets gets you into the competition. Oh, like, I Vince see. Vince is gonna put you like you know he's gotta find out who you what you're made of. You know what then I'm you, saying? You got, then you gotta go in there and you gotta take a bump and you gotta take a bump better than anyone else and you gotta deliver a promo and deliver better than anyone else and you gotta take a shot to the balls from your uh, wife who you thought was paralyzed and. Take and sell that better than anyone else. 
It could also be like a weird thing where it's like you think it's just this everyday regular thing that's happening in front of you. And then like you realize it was a lesson Mm -hmm. and like you failed it or you passed it or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like the first test is going to be something so simple, like how to shake hands. And like (laughs) one person right off the gate is just eliminated because they didn't do that part right. And they didn't know that was a part of it. Well, in wrestling, you know, there's two ways. I know, but so, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how you know. Like, it's a great way. Like, to uh, he'd be the one to do that, though. Like, make something like totally unrelated to what's happening. It's like you've learned, Grasshopper. It's like, wait, this whole time. Like, could you imagine sitting there overthinking a handshake? It's like, what kind of handshake do they want? Do, do they want a work handshake or do they want a business handshake? Yeah, this, this, it's definitely going to be some spectrum type that's going to win that. There's no way. <laughs> like, you got to be on another level, son. Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> to get everything? Dude, what if it was you, bro? Imagine. Yo. That would be insane. That would be insane. So, like, the let's see, the, the basement book of ours, like, what would you do? Like, how would you, like, if you got the keys, if you won... The whole thing with your golden ticket. Hashtag golden ticket. What What's the first thing you do? And we'll figure it out. Like, what would you do, Rich? You could be the first guy. I feel, I feel like... But, like, try to keep it simple because we have a lot to talk about. We do. I feel like the handshake would be the last thing. It's like, this is it. You got to get this right. Okay, so you got it right. And, you, and you've been given the keys. Now what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I was uh, waiting for you to. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need a few minutes alone in my office just to soak everything in, and then schedule a meeting with all the employees. Very good. I need a week. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know. Like, I'm just. Ha- need some time. I'm anxious. Here. I have anxious just anxiety just thinking about mm-hmm. it. It's like, how could you even, you know? But then I guess if you were the one that won, then you'd be fine because you'd know exactly how to do it. Yeah, like, I feel like in an ideal situation where Vince stepping down is known ahead of time when it's going to happen and not the holy crap, I hope he doesn't just die in his office chair kind of scenario. Um, like It'd the- probably be during a Monday Night Raw during like a really bad segment and it just took him out. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully mm. like they'll know they'll know in advance and kind of like what's supposed to happen from one president to another, there's a transfer of power period where it's like, all right, well, we're going to write TV out these for these number of weeks. You are going to shadow me for a couple weeks, you're eventually going to take over still working the storyline. I want to see how you do it. I'm going to give my pointers and then after that you're on your own. Well, when you think about it, for the first at least three weeks, you got leeway because it's all going to be Vince McMahon tribute shows. When you think about it, like if if that scenario happened, if something happened to him and it's like a transition period, you know there's at least a week of that. We also know that Vince wouldn't want that. Are you sure about that? He doesn't even want people mentioning him, let alone thanking him. In their Hall of Fame speeches. Yeah, but that's he's dead and it's not about him anymore. It's going it to be... Him. Listen, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon 
is gonna it's it's about him, but he's gonna make it about her. I'm mm. just telling you, it's gonna be all it's it's gonna be like his whole thing about Vince. Like there's no way you could have the 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 man who made professional wrestling what it is today. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna just be felt in the WWE universe. That's gonna ripple throughout every single wrestling thing happening right now. Maybe not Japan, but yes. Yeah, in America, mm. it's and they're too kinda like it'll have some some kind of effect. It's not gonna not. It's not the same. It's not gonna be like the most of the tsunami would poor choice of strip words. Yes, but most of the tsunami <laughs> this time would be here mm-hmm. and don't get like the tail end of it as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, kind of like the same that. In Mexico, I guess. Yeah, like every everyone's gonna be affected. By that, mm-hmm. so that that it's that they can't not make it about him. Yeah, you know, they can't just not like they like other uh, stars that were not like uh, big parts like Pat Patterson. Mm-hmm. Like when he passed, they did like a week of things. You, then you got to multiply this by like a million. You know, this is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You know, mm-hmm. the last great wrestling promoter, I think. Yeah. Right? Because I I don't I think all the other guys that were like the deep south guys they're gone, mm-hmm. right? Like so it's crazy, man. He's outlasted them all. He'd be the sole survivor. We got to appreciate him while we can. 100%. That's why I tried like as little as I can to blame everybody else but him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it might be his fault, I'm like Hey, how come you don't have people around you to tell you something's not great? They got to be brave enough. That's one of the things That's about the, thing. the rehiring of Johnny Ace because John John Laurinaitis because they feel like he's kind of just a Vince Yes man. Yeah, I mean. Anyway, we can't. We, I, I'm getting anxiety talking about not having Vince around. No, we like we can't dwell things on that. suck. Things suck as is. They do. <laughs> like, this is. <laughs> Wow, it's it's not I don't so know. bad. Well, listen, I I had to like finish Raw today. Wow, and I didn't. Oh wow! Like I know what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm just so upset. We'll get into it. We will. Uh, just to just to finish up the news, uh, WWE stated earlier this week that they have uh, come to terms with the release of Andrade after his request. Um, That's cool. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but that's cool. Like you gonna talk? You gonna mention the Charlotte stuff? Yes. Okay. Cool. So Monday after Raw, this is this ties in directly. Monday after Raw, Charlotte announced on Twitter that she tested positive for COVID, uh, and that's why she's been off TV lately. And while she is off of the WrestleMania poster, because they don't want to advertise her if she might not be able to be there. Um, but given the timing of Andrade's release and the rumors. Of the role she played in his release. Along with WrestleMania looming, uh, conspiracy theorists are wondering if she's lying about having COVID as an easy way for her just being out of uh, WrestleMania. Now, Hmm. nothing is confirmed other than Andrade is released, and for the time being, we won't see Charlotte on TV. Andrade did respond on... I think it was Monday that she only had four days left, presuming presumably meaning that you know she'd be cleared to go as long as she tests tests negative for COVID for Monday. 
So right. So we're really going to have to wait until tomorrow to know for sure what the case is. But the conspiracy theories go that, and rumor has it, that she kind of went into, I don't know, Vince or Creative or whoever, probably Vince, and said, listen, my fiancé, he's very unhappy here. He wants to be let go. If that... And they're like, well, we kind of don't want to. If you, if you're really uh, that determined to do so, we'll let him go. But we're gonna take you off WrestleMania. And she said, okay. That's a rumor, hasn't been corroborated. If that's the case, like you said in text, I think that that means she's really a ride or die with Andrade. Uh huh. She's willing to take because WrestleMania is a tremendous payday. And with Andrade now obviously not making money, and she's going to take that kind of cut, that's big. But also, she knows who she is. Right. That's another thing. Like, okay, cool, but you're you're not helping yourself because, you you know, that kind of dents the relationship that you have with her mm-hmm. for the future. And she's going to be one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And you know Cody will scoop her up. Like, if AEW could get Charlotte Flair, like, if even if she wanted to wrestle, mm-hmm. because she's doing the John, she's doing the Rock thing, she's doing the John Cena thing, all those guys, like, doing, like, when John Cena first started, like, you know, he didn't start in movies right away, like, he did little dumb TV shows and and stuff like that, Nickelodeon things, He she start, she's starting with this TV movie thing. Mm-hmm. And the Punky Brewster thing. And, and eventually she's going to be a star. She's going to be doing movies and stuff. So, like, she, she's she got all the cards. Mm-hmm. Like, missing this WrestleMania is whatever for her. Yeah, she has... I think. She has... Well, she's 34 now. She does have more WrestleManias ahead of her. It's different for a woman. Remember that, though. Right. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, it's kind of been said that there's an unwritten rule that once you hit 35 in WWE, they're like, all right, well, you're going to be in this special attraction match, and they're going to call you Piggy James, and this and that, that kind of thing. Et cetera. Yeah. It's kind of kind of a bad age in, in wrestling. Yeah. It's time for you to start doing the honors, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, you want to be in the prime. Uh, which is where I think she is, honestly. I, I, I think it's just going to be her. It's not a big deal. She's going to come back after Mania. They're going to give the belt to Ray Ripley. It's going to be, listen, you stepped, you you decided to do, you know, you, you want to do your movie or TV show or whatever. Um, are you even all in on this? Like, um, this is, you moved out of the way. I want that spot. I'm going to take that spot. I'm going to be the number one. You know, yeah, cause like she, 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 she loves, she likes Dragon Ball Z, and her favorite character is Vegeta, and she's got that mentality. She wants to be the strongest, she wants to be the best, and she wants to be number one. And if if Charlotte's not gonna give it her all, that she can't, she, you know, that's it right there. She's gonna take it from her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know this. I'm looking at her Wikipedia page here because I wanted to look up her age. Uh, like I said, she's 34. She turns 35 this April 5th. Uh, oh, wow. That's with, right around the corner. Yes, it is. Uh, 
But she was actually married before Thomas Latimer. This is Andrade's going to be her third marriage. Listen, the apple don't fall far from the tree, <laughs> baby. Oh, I knew that. True I knew story. that. I, hey, third time's a charm, man. I, listen, I, I, I would love for her to be happy. No. You know what, man? I always say, dude, there's levels to this stuff. Like, some people just are different levels. And Charlotte Flair's on a different level, obviously. Those other two couldn't hang, man. It's not her fault she was made that way. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's interesting that uh, she got divorced from the first guy, Ricky Johnson, 2013, and married Thomas Latimer, 2013. It could just be that she was separated and just, you know, completely so separated from Ricky Johnson for so long that they didn't even, like, think about a divorce or whatever. And then she met Thomas Latimer, they started dating and everything, and it's like, oh, well, I, listen, I gotta get divorced, so, yeah, let's do that before we get married, because we can't otherwise. Well, that explains it. It's a super rebound. Yeah. A super rebound doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. So really, it's a mulligan. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. bing, bing. It's two over. Exactly. 100%. All right. So we mentioned the Hall of Fame earlier. Batista announced this week that, quote, due to previous obligations, he has asked WWE to hold off on his induction into the Hall of Fame. Listen, I'm going to need a crowd. All right, this shit. No. Well, I don't know if that's it. I mean, like, like I speculate, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago or whatever. It could be, or maybe we were just BSing. It could just be like he had a, a movie scheduled for this day. On this day. So, uh, to continue the Hall of Fame, um, whatchamacallit, thread here. Kane and the Great Kali were also announced as new inductees as well, joining Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff. Uh, quite the stacked class we're getting this year. Uh. To be honest, I can't argue with any of them. People, I've seen some people like, oh, Kali, why? It's like, well, listen, he's done a lot of work representing WWE in India. A lot. I, I, I don't put a lot of stock into what a faceless person says. It's like, to me, it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fine. Yeah, but you know? like a lot, of, a lot of those faceless people are our listeners. No, I understand that, but it's like, guys, like, it's not your decision. Like, you don't know what, like, what obstacles these people had to do to get where they are. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 I don't know how they don't, like, I, I happen to believe in our listeners, and I know that a lot of them understand that in order for them to have made it there, you know, that is not a road paved with sunshine and rainbows the thumbtacks mm-hmm. and backstabbers yep. every step of the way to even appear in like a like a low tier card on WWE television mm-hmm. and to be to do it to be prolific enough in it to be in the Hall of Fame also, think about how many people have been wrestling longer than the great Kali that haven't even made it to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and to be doing it this soon instead of waiting on him and doing like someone who's older yeah. or whatever. Especially think about he's that. Still, he's still training guys out there, I believe. Yeah, I don't like know you if he's made wrestling it. out there, but he's still training at least. Like they made it mm-hmm. is that one hundred percent? So it's not up to you. It, you, you I, this whole they don't deserve, and the, you don't decide that. You don't decide who deserves. Yeah. 
Like a lot of people don't know half the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. I'm sorry. Uh, is there a ballot? Did, was there a ballot? Is there always a ballot that everybody gets to vote on this? Like, shut up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, I'm sure. So obviously, Cully didn't connect with a whole lot of fans, but there are some that did, particularly those in India, which is a huge region of the world. It's very heavily populated, and like from what uh, what I saw, I I saw a clip from WWE India, their post, you know, congratulating Kali and the whole nine and everything. Like even people that don't watch wrestling know who the great Kali is over there, because he's he's an internationally known superstar. Like he's like their John Cena in a way. Yep. Or 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 their Andre the Giant, maybe I should say. It's like regardless of the reason, mm-hmm. you know. Like I, we, we've, 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 like maybe like said things about, you know, oh, why is so and so going in or whatever. It's just like, but it's not like serious. Mm-hmm. It's like we know. Like at the end of the day, whatever the reason is, it, it was made. Yeah, they were chosen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter whether you wanted them. In the, they're not like history's going to remember that they were there. Yep. Honestly. Seriously. Moving on from that, uh, it's a lot of jealousy. Is all I'm saying. Not that I don't have that myself, but it's ugly. It could be. It could also just be like a lot of fanboy stuff. It's like, why isn't my guy going in? Blah blah blah. Owen Hart. We got uh, every year. Yeah. Every year. every year. There's an Owen Hart conversation and Chris Benoit conversation. Same articles, man. It's I like they just changed the name of the dates on them. Yeah, there's I, so many of them. There's another one. I actually didn't didn't read it, but Mick Foley wrote a lengthy article on why Lex Luger should go in. Yeah, man. Like I don't have to read any of that. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, Lex Luger. Like he may not have done the most amazing things in the business, but you know he appeared on Raw and Nitro the same night. Who Who else has done that in history? Look, the Lex Express alone is Hall of Fame worthy, right. obviously. We all know that. <laughs> he slammed Yokozuna on the Intrepid. Yeah, I saw that on TV. I saw that. Mm-hmm. We saw that. We all did. And it was an incredible feat of strength. Downplayed by being grown up. But that's not the point. Mm-hmm. At that time, that was huge. Look, maybe it didn't happen. But I remember that entire battleship shaking. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to capsize into the sea when Yokozuna mm-hmm. was body slammed on the deck of the Intrepid. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. The hair doing the rock right now. The hair on my, my forearm is standing up. Noise. The goosebumps. The goosebumps all over. They're going all up. Just thinking about the Lex Express. That day that Lex Luger, he body slammed Yokozuna. No one could do it. Right on the deck of the Intrepid, mm-hmm. brother. It's big. I mean, so Lex Luger has been in many great moments. He may not may not have always been the star of a moment, but he's been in enough big history-making moments. Yes, he should he should go in. But McFoley already said his piece. There you go. That's that'll stand on its own. I think they need to get him in there before he becomes more bobblehead than man. Yeah. Agreed. You know, he's gonna have like his the the two ladies get him out there, and like one of them on each side, they're gonna put like their hand on the side of his head mm-hmm. just to keep it straight, so he doesn't fall over. Jeez, is 
you reminded me, is or- Orndorff's in, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. He's been in there. Yeah. Good. I mean, I, I was sad seeing uh, seeing the kind of say he was on that table for three. Yeah. I mean, look, it happens, dude. It's going to happen to us. Epic mustache, though. Indeed. <laughs> Most epic mustache. Most epic mustache. Uh, moving on. Uh, David Draymond of Raja is not of Disturbed. I was going to ask about that, and I think this has happened before. It has. I'm pretty sure it's not the same person, but I've never checked, so the jury's still out. Uh, he's reporting that Alistair Black is dealing with some some minor injuries and that his lack of TV time lately has nothing to do with being married to Zelina Vega. He also added that Black asked to return to NXT, but was denied that request. Yeah, we already have Finn Balor, guy. Listen, you, you, they, only one guy gets to go back to high school at a time. I, I don't know. I think I think Alistair should go back. I mean, it's right now, NXT is pretty stacked. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no room for him there. Like a like a a bunch of people pretty recently got called up. They seem to have filled the gaps really quickly. I guess also with Karrion Cross coming back. As Just soon as he put did. him on SmackDown. Kevin Owens is there. Yeah. Wait, isn't he on SmackDown? Alistair Black? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He just never has mind. been used since he got um, traded. Or whatever. You know what? I think I think what it is is they just didn't find the right pair of pants for him. You know, I think that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Because the last few si- times we saw him, he was wearing some really uncomfortable pants. So you think he's? Just... I wonder why he went from tights to pants. I don't know. Do you think you think he has to go back in the closet for a little while? No, I think maybe he needs to go back in the closet and find a pair of pants that fits. Yes. <laughs> I think that's why he was, like, doing this whole pick-a-fight with me. Because then the onus is not on him to do some actual wrestling. It's on somebody to try to find him mm. first and then get him to wrestle. Interesting. And then he was exposed when he realized he didn't pick the right attire. Mm-hmm. So he just hasn't been able to figure out. I don't know what it is. Well, I, I think he just has to turn on a light in there. they will be able to find the right pants. You can't just feel around. Nah. You can't just dress yourself blindly in the dark. Nope. You never know what you're putting on. Imagine Alistair Black comes back. He's wearing a singlet. Yo. He's trying to like. He's trying to be like Kurt. <laughs> it just starts like suplexing people all over the place. That'd be crazy. Right. As long as he doesn't but need yeah. the freaking eye patch anymore. Yeah, I think he's good on the eye patch, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, he should come back with black blackout contacts. That would be pretty sick. He should be, yeah, like like that would be it, awesome. It can't be anything over the top, just blackout contacts. Like you know what, blackout contacts, and like pair him up with um, what's that girl's name? Um, the formerly known as um, what's that girl's name with the tampon thing? <laughs> oh, um, Priscilla <laughs> Kelly. I'm trying to remember her. Formerly Priscilla Kelly. Gigi Dolan. Pair- yeah, just mm-hmm. pair them up, make him like a Frankenstein type character, mm-hmm. but she like she's like the she's basically the uh Scarlet Bordeaux to his uh um cross, uh, cross mm-hmm. carrying cross, but like she's got control over the monster. Like he's reached some hard times, you know. And so he's got blacked out contacts or whatever, like he's just this unstoppable like Frankenstein's monster type character. Something like that. Just cr- dropping people with his like Black Mass. Something like that could work. I think it's just, it might be a little too... For a guy with barely any personality, give him no personality. 
That's not his fault. I'm just saying. Considering the your writing. feelings on the fiend gimmick, is this really an upgrade? It is. It is kind of an upgrade because you're not setting him on fire. You're not beating him with a toolbox. He like it's not like I'm saying he's indestructible or anything. You you'll probably you'll be able to stop him, mm-hmm. but he hits really hard. Like all right, we'll get a crazy glue bolts to your neck. What? No, that's that's too far. <laughs> just just like just oh, be like that. He's just he's just like a he's like a wrestling zombie pretty much, but not but like more like a Frankenstein. You say wrestling zombie, I flash back to the first episode of WWE ECW. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, just have, like, you know what I'm saying, man. You know uh, what I'm saying. You're trying to mess with me. You you could uh, you could call up, uh, what's his name? Was it Rob Zombie? Get him a new theme song. Yeah. Like something cool, you know? That'd probably be extensive, though. He's like... Listen, I'm not going to lie. I For, like, the first couple of weeks, I really liked Edge's uh, Rob Zombie song. <laughs> like, it was pretty cool. That was never going to stop me, right? Yeah, okay. that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Got played out good. like it was all over the radio at the time. Yeah, that sucked. That's what sucked about it. Like that. Like like I said, the first couple of was like, yeah, this is so fucking cool, mm. dude. And it's like, oh, here we go again. Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Anyway, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh yeah, Alistair Black. Yes. Yeah. Keep, please continue. Okay. Uh, it's so- almost an hour of news. <laughs> wow. It's all our fault. It's almost an hour of news. <laughs> Not, well, yeah, there's a lot of other BS in here, too. So We stretched that news out, brother. Yeah, uh, two more things it looks like. One of them's really quick. Uh, Road Dog's wife revealed on social media this week that he suffered a heart attack Thursday night. No updates on his condition yet, as he's still undergoing testing and observation. Uh, last I heard, I think this was Friday or so, they were going to put a catheter into his heart. To see, to make, to like check on his blood flow and everything. Um, but yeah, get well soon, Road Doggy. Oh, you didn't know. Mm. Yo, ass better call somebody. Somebody call the doctor. Sorry. Um, last bit of news. This isn't even particularly important, uh, because no one can watch this. Uh, Impact announced this week that their weekly show is moving back to Thursdays starting April 8th, still on Access or AXS TV, which is in almost no homes. Just get on the internet, man. Just just stay on Twitch, bro. I, I really save wish money. Would. Just save your money. Mm-hmm. Pay your guys. Maybe if they made more, they'd like, you know, work harder or something. Not saying that they don't. It's just a joke. Relax, guys. Don't don't try to find me. Yeah, I feel like not. So they live stream on Twitch, but I don't. Have... So maybe a Thursday night. Thursday night, I kind of uses my catch up since when since two wrestling shows Wednesday. I watch one Wednesday, and I watch the other one Thursday. If they move into Thursday, that's not, really not going to help them. So if one moves, so if NXT moves to Tuesday, as they're uh, say they're planning on doing. Some Tuesdays I can watch, some I might put it off to Wednesday. So if I put it off to Wednesday, I'm still watching one Wednesday, one Thursday. What they got to do is, so they they live stream on Twitch, but they don't leave the video on demand there for people to watch later on. They got to do that. At least leave it up for the week. At least a week. That's the least you could do. Latest episode of Impact Wrestling. Right here. Click it to watch. And guess what? You can track how many people click it. You can track how many people watch it. You can track, 
like when people will fast forward so you can sort of get an idea of what segments people are watching and people are skipping over what segments are being replayed like this is a tremendous tool for them and they're just not using it right I wish they would I want them to succeed I would like to see this um, Sammy Callahan Trey Miguel feud that I keep seeing advertised yeah. on, you know, because um, Raja, which I use for my news often, uh, they have these ads that run perpetually. Then it'll, it'll, It's a lot of impact footage and recaps. And it's like, you know, I, I might be interested in this. Just make yourself available. Rich Torres, I'd be careful. You know, I, lately I've been uh, deciding that it's very important to be careful what we waste uh, potential wishes on because you never know when it might come true and you wasted your one you know what i'm saying this is true. like is that really what you want to use it on no you know no it's so not. you know just a psa for everybody on that i was thinking about that the other day like man maybe i shouldn't say i wish in front of this because what if this comes true and i don't get anything else you know yeah like i, I mean i'd probably still wait till last minute to watch and maybe not watch in time for the podcast anyway and then end up skipping a week and then skipping a week ends up skipping uh, the whole show forever. Exactly. That goes the you know, extra four inches of height you wanted. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, um. Well, that concludes the news for this week. Unless more news comes up. As you go. Also, actually, um, WWE announced. If anybody else is still there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so WWE announced they're doing a a poll on social media for to determine the greatest WrestleMania World Title victory. Oof. So now it, uh, they set these brackets here. I was kind of gonna like leave this here in case we were short on content, which we're not. I just want, no, I'll, dude, I'll just we list. still have to do fast lane. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just list these matches. Let me see. Can I make this bigger? Open. Yes, cool, cool, cool. That's what she said. Hi-oh. Oh, I was going to choke on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, on one side of the bracket, first, uh, the first matchup is Trish Rattis versus Mickey James at WrestleMania 2, 22 versus... Rollins vs. Reigns vs. Lesnar, WrestleMania 31. Wait, what was the first one? Trish Stratus vs. Mickey James, WrestleMania 22. Uh, no, that's going to be the triple threat. Right. I mean, that that's better. I, yeah. I, it's got to be the triple threat. Like, right. to be honest, that triple threat's going to go far in this tournament, I think. I don't remember being that excited about the, the Mickey James Trish Stratus one. Right. Like and I liked it, but it doesn't feel the same. When Seth I remember when Seth Rollins' music hit, I stood up. I was like, What? The match is still going on, he's cashing it, he can't cash it in the middle of a match. And they announced he was cashing it in the middle of the match. Biggest cash in ever. That was a good WrestleMania. It's tremendous. WrestleMania play button. Un- Undertaker lost that one. Yup. That's the same one. Yup. It's huge. Actually, wait, no, it's not. I'm an idiot. Maybe not. Because <laughs> it's the one before that one. Because cause that one was uh, Undertaker lost to Brock. How could Undertaker lose to Brock on the same pay-per-view? Oh, well. <laughs> He's in a match with Roman Reigns. Yeah, Brock don't do double duty. And Seth Rollins <laughs> come in. To get Brock like, double to do duty. double duty, you have to pay him at least quadruple. 
Double. Not only did I, I was so stupid to think that Brock Lesnar would work two matches. <laughs> it was Seth Rollins that worked two matches that night because he had lost to Randy Orton. That's why it was yeah. a surprise because he did the job to Randy Orton oh, when he got caught that in that RKO. Fantastic RKO. We thought he was dead. That's why it was a big surprise when he came out during Roman and Brock. Mm. I think maybe you were excited because you're like, maybe you thought it might happen or something like that. I don't remember. I just don't remember the day. I can't really but it's remember like, either, but I, I mean, just that was a huge moment. Yeah, I think the Brock thing was like, maybe it was a year, the year after or before that uh, Undertaker lost. But it's it's hard to top that as a wrestler yeah. in general. I had I had a theory though. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the first non Thunderdome pay per view where they have like a full crowd in my perfect ideal world where we're all back to normal? Do you think they will call it Beyond Thunderdome? Like whatever the pay per view is, it's like maybe it's. WrestleMania, and then it's beyond Thunderdome. I wish they would do that. I'm pretty sure they won't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so cool. <laughs> oh man, it's another. We series. are beyond the Thunderdome. It's another series of movies I gotta watch. All right, so the next match. Not really. Like they're not all great, but like the last one that they did was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The uh, the, it's got Charlize Theron in it. It's pretty good, and I think the first one maybe. But sometimes you can't go back. Like I'm sorry, bro, but you missed the boat. If I'm being honest, you shouldn't, because it's just not going to be the same thing. Yeah, so there are so many movies that like I've watched, because uh, I didn't see when they came out, or like yeah, even in like the decade or two after. So like I'll go back and watch, and I'm like, nah, that wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that, true that. Uh, so next up is uh, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 35 versus Austin versus Michaels at WrestleMania 14. Uh, Austin versus Michaels. Gotta be. Because that, that started something, and I think your mileage will be vary on who would, you know... It depends on who you are, yeah. but I'm just going from my own personal preference. I, I, th- I think the line like gets if I by any... Like, people that live through Austin versus Michaels will say Austin versus that, Michaels. And people yeah. that didn't will say uh, Kings versus Bryant, which was a fantastic yeah. match. It is. Like, if I wasn't alive when Austin... <laughs> And HBK happened. Yes, of course. I guess I picked this, but I we were that was like happening in real time. Yeah, it was like we were witnessing the transition. Yeah, from, I think that was from around where I was like was in and to, out. Uh, the, uh, the beginnings of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Next is Cena vs. Rock at WrestleMania 29 versus Lesnar vs. Angle at WrestleMania 19. Uh, Lesnar vs. Angle is a really good match. Mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to remember if WrestleMania, WrestleMania 29 was the second in a lifetime, I believe. The one we were at? Twice in a lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Alright. So, yeah, definitely Lesnar vs. Angle. And to finish out the left side of the bracket, Hogan vs. Sarge at WrestleMania 5. I think that kind of does that, you can't even say anything really but its opponent is McTyre vs. Lesnar at 36 get out of my face yeah get out of my face there wasn't even a crowd get out of here <laughs> <laughs> all right so the right side oof all right the women's triple threat at 32 Becky Charlotte okay. and Sasha yeah the one 
Uh, it's actually not the one. The one that matters, goddammit. <laughs> well, it's not Becky. Becky versus Charlotte versus Ronda. No, this the is best. 32. Oh, 32. Yeah, Becky, mm. Charlotte, and Sasha. WrestleMania 32. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that one as much. Uh, versus What's... Warrior versus Hogan at 6. Warrior Hogan. Dude. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. Dude, he got both belts. Mm-hmm. Come on. That, That's the first time I've seen a, a, a wrestler with two belts yep. that I can remember. Mm-hmm. And it was the two big belts. And it was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. And Hogan which is like, did the job. That's what. That's the big thing, but like... We didn't know that he was such a piece of shit then. <laughs> like when we were kids. Yeah. Like at the time, it's like... It's it's like Hogan, Macho Man, Warrior. Those were the guys, right? Yeah, kinda. And then it's like, like well, at least for me and my brother, because we had to t- for Christmas one time we got talking wrestler, mm-hmm. one, the one who you pull the string. Yep. I had Hulk Hogan, and he had the Ultimate Warrior. That's great. And they fought, and it's like, dude. Th- your guy won, you know? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. For a very long time, that was the biggest match in wrestling history. Yeah, man. And like, that was there, like, there wasn't really an dude. argument against it. Oh, Antonio and Oki? Nope. Nope. Warrior Hogan. There was just no payoff. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, like they didn't go, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't even remember the period when that happened. Like, I remember that, but I don't remember what happened after you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I got memory hold. It's like this black space. Like on, only from like vignettes and stuff that I've seen have I seen like do I have any sort of recollections of like the build up, the win, and then the aftermath. Like I see it in my head, Warrior holding up the two championships. You know, and Hogan crying. Yeah, he was great at that. Mm-hmm. I think it was just sweat getting in his eyes, probably. No, but even so, he's like really good at that. Mm-hmm. That's what part of what made him so great. Yeah. Like he was very good at conveying emotion. Mm-hmm. Like he's very emotive, especially it is like watch the promo where Andre the Giant rips his Jesus necklace. Yep. He just rips it and like Hogan's like really sad because mm-hmm. like he thought Andre was his friend. Mm-hmm. And then this fucking guy twisted him up and he, now he's got to fight his friend. Yeah. You know, he thought his friend was going to, you know, yeah, he could get through to him and he couldn't reach him. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that his friend was like the biggest guy. Yep. And it's funny because him ripping the necklace off was actually an accident. So, and like that, that reaction was either completely ad-libbed or totally legit. Because that's, of that. That's just, that's just incredible, man. It's one of those beautiful things that people forget. Like when they try to shit all over Hogan, but they forget that stuff like that. So it made him so damn good mm-hmm. like let's not we don't even have to talk about like rig skill okay his wwe style not the best but he did great in japan but he started to do things smarter and he it's just about him he's like very good at being like a character mm-hmm. exactly. one of the greatest characters of all time which, which is what makes hulk hogan really the first true wwe superstar because like they had plenty of wrestlers before him, but he was the one that transcended. He was the one. There's only one that, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because he he was like, the one that like a his character got him into movies and TV shows and all of it, and b his work rate in the WWF at the time you know wasn't stellar. The leg drop didn't make sense. He's even said it later on. 
but like yeah, because every every time he wakes up, he's in pain. Exactly. So he was like the prototype for what John Cena would become. Moves of Doom, you know, Five Knuckle Shuffle, this, that, the other, and the outside WWE projects that he got. Dude, and now John Cena's in Suicide Squad. He's on the. He made it to the poster. That's huge. I got. I got. He's see in the a movie. The rest in the series. He's in a DC movie, dude, and. He, that's a big deal. He's Bumblebee. Like, on, no, he's not. He's he was, in the movie. I thought he was Bumblebee. He's the heel. I actually oh. told you that when I watched the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, John Cena was the heel. Yeah. Which is cool. I, I'd love to see him as a heel. Yeah, but like he's in the poster on the like the, the Suicide Squad thing. It actually looks like he has a big part. You should watch the trailer. It's pretty funny. Cool. There's a bit him talking about eating dicks. Ha! It's great. It's hilarious. I got because somebody somebody told him to eat a dick, and he was like, "How? Uh, it's better the way he says it." But basically, if this if this field was surrounded by dicks trying to destroy this team, I would eat every single every last one of those dicks. Wow, <laughs> it's so funny. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great, dude. All right, moving on. Speaking of John yeah. Cena, um, this is I think this good one is kind of going to be a tough one to call. So Cena versus JBL WrestleMania twenty one. Which I think was that I quit match versus Brian versus Orton versus Batista at WrestleMania 30. AKA Yeslemania. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. That that whole Yeslemania thing was pretty big. Yeah, there, that's the thing. There was a lot of momentum behind Daniel Bryan coming into that because he had to win a qualifying match that same night to get into that spot. And that was coming off of the whole we hate Batista because he cost Daniel Bryan his spot in the Royal Rumble where he was supposed to be, this, that, and the other. So that was a whole... Like, that was a really long story that they told with Daniel Bryan going into that. That story's still going, exactly. though. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, I... Much as I love that JBL match, if that's a match I'm thinking of, I should have researches i'm pretty sure are you talking about the one where he won the belt off of him yeah at the uh it was the i quit match it was after wrestlemania 20 it was the very next one it was 21 yeah that's this one so yeah, that, okay. that one ended with cena had like this big pipe thing they were on like the top of a trailer and jbl says i quit i quit i quit and then he knocked him mm-hmm. off the trailer anyway yeah it's amazing um but yeah wrestlemania has got to be the one there yeah, like even though that that's when John Cena truly arrived, like he that's his first championship win too. Yeah. Like WWE, not like you know mm-hmm. the big dog title, right? Because he was the U.S. champion. He won it when we went at twenty. Mm-hmm. Beat the Big Show. We remember being all shocked. That's a big AA, bro. That was a big AA. All right, the next match is Triple Threat: Mysterio versus Angle versus Orton at Mania Twenty Two versus. Michaels versus Hart at 12. 12. Is that the Iron Man match? I don't know. Is that the boyhood dream? I think so, but either way, even if it's not, Michaels versus Hart at 12. Yeah, sure. Because Mysterio Angle Orton isn't that memorable to me. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Exactly. And we know the answer to this one here. I'm going to say it in reverse order. Batista versus Triple H at 21 versus... The women's triple threat that main event at WrestleMania 35. Come on, man. Yeah. Women's Come triple on, threat, man. of course. 
Come on. That man. was huge. That was tremendous. Indeed. All right, we're not going to put the rest of these matches together because we can't. We got other stuff we got. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Hashtag, hashtag us on Twitter, at Basin Bookers, or whatever the kids are saying now with the social media stuff. Let us know which of these matches is your favorite world title victory at Mania. Callers! <laughs> Operators are standing by. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that is unofficially the end of the news still, because nothing yet. Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, we had Fastlane. And we'll, appropriately, let's cover it quickly. Uh, first match was Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Sorry, Mustafa Ali. How dare you. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Riddle won. Um, Retribution turned on Ali, which we saw. As predicted. Mm-hmm. Right here. We called it, yeah. Last week. We absolutely Bookers. called it. Match two, women's tag team title match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler successfully defended against Sasha and Bianca. Pretty much exactly as we said. There was bickering and yada yada. Champs retain. Bickering afterwards. A slap heard round the performance center or the Thunderdome. Dude. Yo, let's compare slaps right now. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, because I saw it on Bianca Belair's Twitter, I think Bianca Belair's slap was the hardest. Really? Either that or, like, Sasha Banks is really good at selling. Well, we know she because is. Because, it, it, I mean, it, look, first of all, it, she hit her for real. Mm-hmm. Like, they both hit each other for real. But, like, it looked to me like if they were to show Sasha Banks' face, she would have had tears in her eyes. Like, that's how hard it looked like she got slapped. Wow. That's great. Like, to me, that was nuts. Like, I really think that Bianca Belair is the better slapper. Like... Bianca Belair just looks like she is not playing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at Sasha Banks, I see, look at me, I'm a supermodel or whatever also. Mm-hmm. But I see Bianca Belair, she is the t- toughest, the strongest, the baddest, capital B. Mm-hmm. And I know, I somehow deep in my heart, if somebody were to disrespect her, she would have slapped them too. Mm-hmm. Like, she will do that. So, like, she's made a believable she, a believer out of me. That's personally, that's why I want her to win. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm rooting for her. I want her to win because, like, I'm I'm a big fan like, of the youth. Hold on, yeah, hold on. Okay. I just want to also say, mm-hmm. also, I hate Sasha Banks, and everybody knows it. I don't. I'm just letting you guys know you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't, but that's not that's part of it. Right. That's not influencing <laughs> your decision. Yeah, uh, it's 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 part of it, <laughs> but majority she is not playing. I just I just respect the hell out of Bianca Belair the just the the level of athleticism she brings. You know, con- consistently winning the performance center, the whatever they call the the competition they have there, the the combine. Yeah, kind of like football players have a combine. I don't know why they call it combine, not combine. But whatever. When our powers combine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's an amazing athlete, and she is so young. She has her, literally her entire athletic future ahead of her. And please, I'm going to wish this. I'm going to wish this. I wish her to never have any serious injuries to where she has to take time off. Surpass 
the curse. Surpass the NXT curse. What NXT curse? Alistair Black, Andrade, Shinsuke Nakamura, oh. Bobby. So like Rouge. Every, everyone after that first class. Basically. Of, you know, Hold on a second. Becky, Wait. Sasha, Charlotte, Paige. Yeah. Kevin Owens is doing okay. Like he barely like missed it. Kevin Owens but is the second I'm... Universal Champion. I know he is, but like it's like what you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? What you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like whereas Sasha Banks, Becky, they stay at the top. Mm-hmm. But like Owens, as much as I like him, the past couple of months it was like, you know, you know, you know, he's working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now he's in a high-profile feud, so that's something. Yeah, I mean, it's like like leading up to Mania, if you don't have an obvious spot, you're going to be fighting for a mid- or low-tier spot on Mania. Yeah, dude, I like Kevin Owens. I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. You know, I I know you do. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, I know sometimes it sounds like I shit on him a lot, but I like him. I'm just saying, like, you know Look, anybody that's going to hit Sami Zayn (laughs) is my friend. We all know that. Yes. As much as I respect the Sami Zayn character and how much of a dirtbag he is, mm-hmm. if you're gonna hit him, then we're friends. Yep. Like that's all it really takes. You're a face in my book. Mm-hmm. If Sasha Banks were to go after Sami Zayn, I think we could settle that feud. Wow, really? We got a truce. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, man. You dislike Sami Zayn that's... more than you dislike Sasha Banks. I... I dislike the Sami Zayn character more than I dislike the Sasha Banks character, yes. Wow. <laughs> That's big. That's big. I know. I'm, it's huge. You know, I've been making a lot of headway psychologically. Uh, my therapist says that I am making strides. Good, good, good. Good to hear. Um, just to um, go back to something and make a slight quick tangent. Uh, you talked about, like, hard slaps. So, I read an excerpt from the Beth Phoenix Icons that's coming out, or came out, I'm not positive. Apparently... Yo, I heard about that. I saw the poster. Yeah, apparently, her first night on Raw, she got slapped by Victoria. She had... uh, Beth made the mistake of having her mouth a little open. It shattered her jaw. Oof. To the point where, like, she put her tongue in between your teeth and felt the gap. She's like, oh, I knocked the tooth out. And they're like, no, we got to get you to the back. And the doctors in the back, they're like, no, we got to get you we gotta get you to the hospital. They got to, they had to put plates and everything in her jaw. Off a slap. Now, again, she took it wrong. But, you know, a slap can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, match number three was Big E versus Apollo Crews, which we both got correct. I don't remember if there was any post-match shenanigans. They said there was... Well, you dead, you don't remember Apollo beating up on Big E Ah, uh, yeah, he says this isn't over, and, and he hit a few angle slams. I won't call... There it... was something weird with the pin. Also, I don't know if you heard that, but... um. Like, the the Cole and uh, Graves were, like, not even sure what happened. Like, something happened there. Like, Big E was supposed to win, but I guess maybe the finish wasn't supposed to be that. Mm. Maybe. Because it was, like, a, it was like an awkwardness afterwards. Mm. Where they're like, I believe Big E won the match? Like, something like that, you know? Like, something that goes planned. If you rewatch it, you'll, yeah, you'll see what I'm talking that sound, about. That sounds familiar. Stupid phone game. 
I hear you. Uh, let's see. Match four. Four. Why don't I see a four here? Was there another match I wasn't scheduled? Oh, that was um the Elias versus Ron Strowman. Yeah, that happened. You know they're going for Shane McMahon versus Braun, maybe. Yeah, of course. Uh, match five was our championship match. Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, Shinsuke did not get the surprise cover that I expected. Uh, unfortunately, didn't quite expect it, but it was sort of something I could see them doing. It didn't happen. Congrats to you on your successful title defense. Indeed. Uh, match six, Drew versus Sheamus. No holds barred, again, as we expected. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, except uh, Randy started puking. Wait, is that? No, that's the wrong match. Uh, <laughs> Randy randomly showed up. He's like, during, hi, I just got to puke uh, a black blood here. It's like, guys, look, here. I know you're busy. Yeah. I know you're busy right now, but my match is next, and uh, I really need to take care of this, so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I everybody's mean, like, okay. Th this was this was a good match, though, Drew and Sheamus. It it always is, man. It's these big beady kids just slapping each other. <laughs> also, it you know it's that UK wrestling style that I'm just gonna beat you up kind of thing, and you know, you know, if you don't want me to hit you too hard, you better back up or block it. Well, they say friends put on the best matches, mm -hmm. so I it, it was it was like flashbacks to Regal versus Finley. Yeah, but better because these guys are giants. Giants compared to them. True, they are. They're, They're like enormous brawler types. Yeah. Where like Regal could like stretch you out too. Brawler. Yep. A couple of just a couple of big dudes. Meat slapping meat. It's the best. Match seven was Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton, which went as we expected, kind of, except we had a charred fiend. Do you, it looks so. Stupid. Do you want to talk about this? I appreciate your uh, trepidation in uh, bringing up the topic. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, I used the word correctly. But listen, mm -hmm. I I listen. Look, at the end of the day, the winner of that match was Randy Orton. Yes. Look, maybe he took the maybe he took the pin, but he's the man. Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley might be the WWE champion, but Randy Orton is the man. That's all I gotta say. Um, listen, that that costume is horrendous. I think everybody involved in the making of that costume should be embarrassed. Uh, I'm ashamed uh, of myself for it making me in to a crotchety old man. <laughs> it it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. Also, kind of called it, you know, that it would be a new costume, mm -hmm. and it's not great. Now, there's like rumor going around that that's not even the that's not even Bray Wyatt. That it could be Bo Dallas. Interesting. I hadn't heard that. I did, but I don't know if I believe that. I just think it's a crappy costume because I, I I recognize uh, uh, Bray Wyatt's odd shaped body. Oh, and that that's him. Bo's been pr putting on weight, though. Yeah, he has. But, like, if you compare the two... Well, I, can, I guess I haven't seen him as big as Bray, so maybe. And I haven't seen a, a very recent picture. I think the last picture I saw of him was months and months ago. It's possible. So if you see two fiends beating him up, then, mm -hmm. then you know why. 
Now, but I don't know I if just, they did this. I don't like this at all, man. I don't know if they did like, this. But what they okay. should have done, I'm sorry to cut you off, is okay. they should have just actually taken the the costume, like maybe put some like flame retardant stuff on some parts of it so it's still a little recognizable and wearable, and just burn it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know what... Like, I kind of... It's like, what happened? Did you make a costume out of the burnt remnants of your other clothes? Is that what this is? Like, it looks, or like, are you... it looks like he's wearing a mummy costume that got burned. It's just a costume. It looks like a messed up costume. It sh- it's also it sh- awful. It sh- yeah, it should have been clear that this is what he was wearing when he got burned. It's like, like, basically, I was tolerating it, and then they went... You think you hate it now? Are you tolerating it though? I was doing my best. <laughs> I was doing my best. Okay, okay. I was. I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I. It's like, what do you want from me? Honestly, mm-hmm. what do you want from me? This isn't fair. What you're asking of me. I'm investing as much as I can here. I'm giving it my all. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you give me Bad Buddy versus The Miz. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm doing my best here. I'm, I'm willing to. I'm willing to. You have just Ray Ripley just show up and say, "I'm wrestling you at for the at, at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship." Mm-hmm. Like that's just how you do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hello, someone who hasn't been since the Royal Rumble. You lost. Mm. But then again, she was the second place person she's the first place loser Mm -hmm. so as first place loser you get to call your shot i guess so it doesn't matter who wins the royal rumble also oscar's beating everyone else that's this is true i'm gonna give you that but it's you know still i think that's really the only point they could make that is a valid point that they could make so really my argument isn't valid but the point (laughs) is You know, I'd appreciate, like, not only, like, mentioning that, oh, you know, she, she, Rhea Ripley was, like, she could have won the Royal Rumble, but totally didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, she got second place. She got that far ahead. Mm -hmm. And that, there's an argument for that. But it's like, yeah, but what have you done lately? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. As far as the entire Raw roster, Rhea Ripley did better. In the Royal Rumble, than yeah, any she of was second. Right, I get it. I get your point, and that's right. And I'm going to accept that. Cool, 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 cool. Now, but, w- you know, it would be nice if WWE told us that. I also would have like. I think we talked about it. Like, like, it should be like a gauntlet match. Like, do a gauntlet with like the best ones. Like, you did. You could have put Peyton Royce in there after her promo mm-hmm. that she had instead of having the single match against Oscar. What would have made her? look even better was getting us like maybe get her to be like just moving up getting there and then the shock is here comes Rhea Ripley and you're not beating that like at least she made it as far as uh makes it through the gauntlet match until Rhea Ripley comes and beats the shit out of her mm-hmm. you could do it that way yeah. Peyton Royce looks great cause I thought Vince was like you know high on her she looks great without wrestling Asuka and Asuka just beating her, which she did on Raw, mm-hmm. you know, after that promo, you know. Yeah. I think that would have been the better way. You make more stars that way. You know what I, you know what I think part of it is, and, like, we, we, we kind of speculate on this a lot. 
I think maybe what happened was it's like, all right, you, you can cut a good promo. Let's see how well you're doing with your in-ring work. And they put her in there with Asuka. So now, obviously they were going to put her in there to lose. Give her some time. Give her a couple weeks off. And then you bring her in. Maybe a little bit of a repackaging. And boom. May, then you make her a contender. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. But I'm pretty sure... Like, when Asuka first debuted, like, on Raw, she had a long match against Peyton Royce. It was somebody in that category she had a long match with, because I remember we were complaining that she didn't look strong because she was, like, in a long match against, like, underneath girls. Like, I'm trying to... I'm going to look that up, because then I'm going to look really smart. Hmm. It Um, might have been Peyton. I think it was on a Raw... I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, I, I typed in Oscar debut match Raw, and the first thing that comes up, it keeps just talking about Rhea Ripley debuting on Raw. That's all it's talking about. Hmm. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. God damn it! And like, I remember not, it being like a yeah. I remember it being a, like us thinking like this is a long, too long of a match for like she needs to come in dominant because hmm. I remember her match. The, she wasn't dominating. She was just like, it was a longer match than it should have been. Yeah. There was a story anyway. told throughout the There was the something up with the booking. Than, like, the story being Asuka's dominant. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, just getting back to the match that we actually are talking about, which is Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. I'm curious if, like, what meditation techniques one would have to employ to have that sort of control over your own blood flow. It's magic, bro. I don't know. Listen, listen, we can sum up this match in one meme. Randy Orton, are you trying to kill me? Also Randy Orton, setting the fiend on fire. Like remember when the when the yeah. when the the lighting fixture fell? <laughs> it's like, well, you set the rules for this. <laughs> You, you set a man on fire. You kind of set someone on fire. <laughs> you don't get to be, like, incredulous. Are you trying to kill me? But, but wait, so, like, <laughs> but I, I feel like logically we can draw the line saying, well, the Fiend is a supernatural being, not mortal. Okay, Orton's so that mortal. means that Randy Orton believes that the Fiend is an actual monster. Right. Look... There are cases that are made like that. Do you know where people like that wind up? In a mental institution. I set him on fire because I thought he was a monster. He already hears voices in his head. That there you go. Like the case has been made. I think we did it. We solved it. <laughs> also, I hate it. I know. You do, do we is this gonna be a Firefly Funhouse match? Like they didn't make the official announcement. It looks like it's gonna be like a regular match, but do we want that? You know me. I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to give it a shot. I want to see what they bring. The, yeah, because I don't think they're gonna. I, I I have a feeling that it's just gonna be a regular match, and they're trying to move away from the cinematic matches. Because it look, baby Vince is thinking like, there's a lot of this, so I don't know. Well, I think this would only this would be the only cinematic match on Mania so far, which is good. Yeah. I th- I think even. F- I think um, 
maybe three or four a year at most. Maybe three a year at most is what should be done. Uh, last year, there were two at Mania, I believe. Yeah, there were two at Mania. There was Taker, and there was... The, the I mean, it's the greatest cinematic match of all time. Yeah. It was the last ride. And was the the Firefly Funhouse match was night two last year, right? Yes. So they had because two. Because the... the because the last ride was the main event of night one, I believe. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, last year there were two at Mania. And I get it. It's the shiny new toy. And it wasn't too much yet. Yeah, you can do one. Right. So, okay. for, for last year, two at Mania, one per night was not too much. This year, to do that same thing again, two, having two at Mania is much. Three, Imagine per, they sw- three per year mm-hmm. should be the max. Three, okay, I would give you three at the most, but it should really be two. Okay. Um, shit, what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupting you. What <laughs> if they swerve us and the cinematic matches Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon and it's Strowman killing the Shane McMahon character off? Uh, what a swerve. That would be a swerve. <laughs> like, he power bombs him off the ship. But you can't do that cinematic because there's people there. I'm so, not finished whatever. with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We. No, it doesn't. But he's making train sounds. They piped in train noise, and that was so stupid. I didn't get to see that. I heard about it. I was really hoping it was him going choo choo. No, no, no. <laughs> they piped in train. The get ready to get this train, choo choo. <laughs> Like, I only wish the announcers would have been like, what is that? Did, yeah, that's what I'm like, wait, what? Did you hear that? <laughs> you truck guys must be ribbing us. Oh, man. Like, that would have been better. Like, I've put up, I haven't complained about the piped in crowd noise. Don't do piped in sound effects. Rain sound effects for Braun Strowman. And, take, and I'm using that as the example. Don't do anything else like that. Oh, that's just not good. That's not good. It's like somebody's got to be giving some advice out to these people. I appreciate that they're trying things. I want to let yeah, them know but... this one thing they're trying doesn't work. It's like we didn't do enough cartoon with the feed. We got to get extra cartoon up in here. I don't know. I want to hear woo, 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 or something. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's come back. Yeah. <laughs> Good on ya. <clears throat> yeah, let's just turn Braun Strowman into a cartoon character because Big Show's not here anymore. <laughs> oh man, if they crap on Braun just because of show, that would suck. We're gonna have a bigger revolving door here for Brawny boy. Oh man, the train sound effects. Dude, it's too that. much. It's too much. Yeah, that's why I'm like, he's got to bring. I gotta bring this up. Did I gotta. I, right, that was on the pay per view, right? That wasn't on SmackDown or Raw. I think it, no, it was on Raw. Oh, okay, okay. It was on Raw. Yeah, because they, yeah, mm, oof, woof, wow, just Jesus Christ, don't. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, six, seven, Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. We discussed. We can't. We kind of lost nauseam. over it. The whole med- meditation required to control your blood flow like that. 
Look, I don't know, man. Or maybe he I didn't. Maybe that... maybe she's just, you know. Magic. It's magic, maybe. maybe. It's that food or whatever she's doing. Apparently, she's a magic person now. Maybe. Maybe she's she's just sitting there like, all right, I expected this. I'm just going to live with it because I have to. Yeah, but how come they don't explain her, like, how she has, like, what did he do to her? Like, did was she always magic? But, like, it took Bray Wyatt to bring the magic out with his mandible claw? Like, did he mandible claw magic into her? So I th- Like, how does that work? So I think um, what they're not, they're not saying, but what they're... Magical claw? Yeah. That, like, so the mandible claw could either be used to incapacitate someone or you could also transfer some of your existence into that person. Or hurt heal. That's what that is, maybe. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. that maybe he was on heal. He was healing her mm-hmm. with the mandible claw. Could be. And that's why she's, uh, was it play in pain? I don't pay too much attention. Yeah, she honestly. has play written on one hand and pain written on the other. I just find it, it I'm creeped out by grown women acting like small children. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Okay. I don't like that. It's too fucking weird. <laughs> All right, it, was, it was funny that uh, Randy posted on Instagram that his wife isn't very happy with her. Yeah. <laughs> Has to that's be probably because he, he went home and he's like, listen, mm-hmm. I think it moved, <laughs> but that's not my fault. It <laughs> came in with flowers. It wasn't my idea. Full disclosure was I that wasn't the cover that we talked about. Right. <laughs> it just happened that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the main event, of course, was Roman Reigns, as we expected, successfully defending against Daniel Bryan. That was so fucking good, though. That match was incredible. Kinda, that was the best match. It was. I kind of wish Roman didn't tap, though. I me too. I really like. Well, look, he didn't lose. Right. So I don't think it matters. So I, I think what this like does he might have is, done it knowing full well that it wouldn't have counted. Yeah. Bring awareness exactly because he was thinking he could get Brett, Daniel Bryan to let go. But I feel like so I feel like all that did besides you know it, it sort of like exposes a vulnerability that like if you hurt a shoulder and get him in in the yes lock for a long enough period of time he might tap out or pass out. Um. Maybe it was done to give Brian false hope going into what he expected would end up being a triple threat match, or what? I don't know, but like I think that it uh, it exposed a weakness in Roman Reigns that we didn't need. Yeah, but maybe that's, that's maybe true. that's just because maybe like, that's part of the story. Yeah, but maybe that's just because like we're fans of the Roman Reigns heel character. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean. It's good to have more dimensions. It's good for a heel to have a potential weakness, because it it le- it will ultimately lead to better storytelling. So I'm kind of okay with it. I feel like maybe it's a little soon in the rain still. Yeah, I just think that that's this part of like, you know, showing that God can bleed. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much like this unstoppable champion has. A sort of weakness mm-hmm. and it's it's leading us to a match that you know is three men who had to give the talk 
you know, three men who had to relinquish championships that they were never beaten for. Mm. Three men that never thought they'd be able to do it again. And now all three of them together are going to main event WrestleMania. True. So like, Who I had, wants it more? I had um, Roman giving up the title for it had kind of not necessarily slipped my mind, but it, it got put on the back burner for obviously Edge and Daniel Bryan. Um, I think Edge and Bryan coming back is a bigger surprise than Roman coming back. Granted, why? Because we all believed he'd beat cancer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess so. Um. So, but like, but that's obviously. I mean, two guys. Hold on a second. There's a big difference here that you're forgetting. Like, yes, they'd never be able to wrestle again. But he'd probably never be able to be alive again. Eventually, you know what I'm saying? Like, he could have died. This is true. So, Um, like, but yet, like, he had the moment. He could have lost. He had beaten it once before. So, yes, but Rich, the match of life, we talk about it every week. It's scheduled for one fall. There was a chance he wouldn't have lost the match of life. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel Bryan and Edge would have still had the match of life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Edge is doing, was doing movies and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there wasn't there was an after for those two guys. There might not have been an after for Roman Reigns. It's true. But which so makes it big. But I feel like that's not part of the story. Because he came back and won the world title. And now he's That's the one true. defending. They haven't made it part of the story where all three of them like, had to give up the title. You know, They still haven't even mentioned, really, like, like in the one uh, promo, I think Edge's promo, about how they both, both Edge and Brian fought back to get back to where they are. Yeah, but here's the thing. The triple threat match was just made. We have at least two weeks of storytelling for them to do that, though. So we'll see. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't blow the load all in the one episode where we find out that's the match was going to be. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I just I don't think they're going to sort of – I don't think they're going to make that part of the story. I think they will. I think they will, and I think they should. It also makes sense because look at this. Like, to your point, Roman Reigns came back – and won his championship. Daniel Bryan came back and won the WWE championship. Well, it was the Universal Championship also. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know. Well, actually, no, wait. Bryan came back for the WWE championship. That's right, because Kofi won that off of him. Because that's when the belts were. There was the WWE championship on SmackDown. Because they swapped the belts. Yeah, and the Universal title on Raw. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, like. Both two of two of the three men in there came back and got their championships back, so it looks like it might be Edge's turn. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I just don't like. I know this is not this isn't like. I think Edge might win it. Wow. Is what I'm saying, and I think the story like we don't know, but I you might be right where that won't be the case. But I think that's what makes it huge. It's like that's the one. This the huge big thing that all three of them have in common you know aside from i think that instead of making it spear versus spear it's about you know three men so who almost had who had to give that speech who had who almost had everything taken from them mm-hmm. like you could see it and the reason that made me think about that is people forget that edge is 
is a very good, um, also a great character. And he, like, people were confused as to, like, why is he a heel? But it's like, did you forget who Edge is? <laughs> like, he's one man concerto. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was Which, ready to he, do that he, to he, ex- Exactly. Where he, he's back to pulling his hair out, Edge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's like, this is mine. The, he believes that. The ultimate opportunist. He's like, I'm not letting you do that shit that you did to Batista to me. Mm-hmm. It's my turn. So and it's like the argument can be made from both guys' perspectives. Like with Daniel Bryan, he's like, "I'm here all the time. I'm 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 done being nice. I'm going for this." So, if it's Edge, okay, I I feel like this would be a good a good closing sequence of the match. Mm. Roman hits a spear on Daniel Bryan. Bryan's writhing around. Roman goes to cover. Edge hits a spear on Roman. Roman rolls out. Brian gets up, goes for the running knee, Edge hits a spear on Brian. That's two spears in a row, two finishers, Brian's out. Edge pins. And that uh, Daniel Bryan announces his retirement next night. Hope not. <laughs> no. But yeah. No, that's that's a good that that's a good sequence of events. I think at the unfortunately it might be Daniel Bryan doing the honors because then it's also like the well, opposite what of Daniel what Bryan happened. Gets pinned. No, I'm saying I know. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's going to be like the opposite of what happened with WrestleMania where Batista tapped out and Daniel Bryan won the championship. Now Daniel Bryan is going to take the cover from the guy who came back. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Sort of That's why. Yeah, sort yeah. of like paying it forward. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah, sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get because I I think like I think we already discussed this. Maybe Roman disappears for a little bit, and then it's Edge and Daniel Bryan feuding over the WWE Championship, and you get that Edge versus Daniel Bryan singles match. Mm-hmm. They they could definitely do that, especially with Edge showing heel tendencies. Now that will work. Yeah, he's got to be a heel. Mm-hmm. Like he went in there, he's like he stepped into the Tribal Chief's office. But listen, man, mm-hmm. you got you got that stroke, bro. What you got to fix this? Because like. They, 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 they do like pull fast ones on you. Like at first, they're like you're thinking, oh, oh, he's gonna, def- they're gonna have Roman Reigns work two nights, hmm. wrestle one guy and then wrestle the other guy, or it's like he wrestles one and whoever wins that one is gonna wrestle Edge the next night or whatever. Like that's what they were gonna. I thought that's what that they were gonna do, but they just decided no, we're, we're gonna swerve you guys again, and it's gonna be a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh, what happened to Roman's like influence? You know what I'm saying? I guess like having Daniel Bryan in the main event outweighs bodily harm from the tribal chief. Well, he shouldn't be putting his hands on Adam Pierce. That's true. He shouldn't be. But like the as far as we've seen, like Roman Reigns' characters believed he's above the law mm-hmm. of WWE. So it's, you know, it's weird. Like, it's like, it's always kind of weird when they do dicey things where it's like, okay, so this guy can do whatever he wants and people do let him do whatever. But at the same time, sometimes they don't, you know? Yeah. Hashtag uh, consistency. Yeah. Please help. So also, um, speaking of like Adam Pierce and sort of just as a sidebar to Adam Pierce, how come we haven't really seen Sonya backstage, you know, like doing authoritarian kind of things authoritarian i 
Yeah, authoritative is better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, she'll probably be back and they'll, you know, make a thing. She's probably, like, doing trades or whatever. Yeah, because, like, I, like I, I like the character. I mean, putting her in an authoritative position, I think, was good to keep her on TV if she's not wrestling for whatever reason. I don't know why she's not wrestling. Um, I thought she was better than decent in the ring. It also could have been a time thing. You know, they had things that they wanted to do and maybe didn't really help mm-hmm. to have her there. I really think Pierce is going to get taken out one day and it's going to be her, like, running SmackDown. That'd be cool. With Paul Heyman in her ear. Mm-hmm. So That'd be cool. We'll see. I'll be down yep. with that. She could be a Paul Heyman gal. No, it's just like he's being, like, Weasley trying to get his way mm-hmm. and she wants the power and he's willing to help her. He's so good at this Weasley thing. Well, that's what he is, apparently, from what I hear from everybody who's dealt with him. Mm. Like, all the interviews, like, <laughs> they all say the same shit. Must be a reason. Yeah, sure. 100%. All right. So, we had all the uh, recaps and such. Not recaps, but um, Fallout from Fastlane. Anything in particular that comes to mind that you want to talk about? Got the Rhea I mean, we already talked about Bianca Belair. We talked about the Rhea Ripley nonsense. Um, like, you know, it's fine. If that, listen, like I said, like I wasn't, I'm not against the end result, but how they got there is kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, well, also in their defense, they just made the match on Monday, so maybe for the next couple of weeks, maybe that'll come up. Like, who knows? Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, SmackDown was, you know, like we talked about that. That was, you know, this whole bad buddy in the Miz thing. I hopefully it finishes. Oh, but they're gonna have so Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of the Paul Logan brothers, Paul. is gonna is gonna be involved in the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match. So that's pretty cool. That's the rumor. Like, he might be involved in that. Yeah, that's what it seems. I even saw him tweet saying, I'll be there. I can't believe we're talking about these kids again, like, the next week. Because his brother's fighting Ben Askren. You told me. Dude, he's going to kill him. I don't... I, <laughs> I kind of just don't know who these people are. I'm just out of the... You don't know who Ben Askren is? No. He's a UFC fighter. Like, he's legit. All right. Like, he's going to get into a UFC fight with this guy. Like... He's got zero professional fights, and Ben Askren has many professional fights. All right, so. This is not going to be CM Punk, you know? <laughs> this is going to be... This kid's going to be turned into paste. Yeah, because... Like, it's pa- not even Punk, close. Punk faced another inexperienced guy. This is an experienced guy, as you say. Dude. And you said they're but, not the but, same weight class, right? I don't know what his weight is. Mm. I never even... We were talking about um, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah, that's who it was. That time. The, you know, so, like, he's got... He's 19, 2, and 0. And this uh, Logan Paul, or Jake Paul... Is, is 0, 0, 0. He doesn't have any UFC fights. He's a, he, he did boxing matches. Hmm. All right, so he might have the cardio. Six TKOs. All right, so the striking is going to be key. And this guy's... uh, So Askren, 
Yeah, but he could. I think Askren could wrestle. That's what I'm gonna say. Askren's, if he's got better wrestling, he's done. Yeah, no, knowing yeah, knowing this guy has a boxing background, Askren's probably gonna try and take it to the ground. Yeah, he he, you know, he, he was a former Bellator and one welterweight champion. Hmm. So he's got. This is not even gonna be fair. It's gonna be fun. Uh, six knockouts, six submissions, seven decision. I I look forward to seeing highlights. Yeah, after the I hope it's gonna. I hope it's in a GIF. You know, like the whole match. <laughs> yeah, <that'd be> great. <laughs> like that. Uh, was it Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg? Oh, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you remember that? You gotta remind me. Yeah, I'm your friend. I gotta remind you of the past. <laughs> so speaking of things that we didn't like. And won't like. It looks like they're going to give uh, Ray and Dominic the tag titles. The first father and son tag team. Mm, to win the tag titles. Yeah. To win the tag championships. Yes. So that is probably going to happen on a pre-show. You think it's a pre-show match? I think it's going to be on the card. Mm. I think they're going to make a big deal out of it. And then we find out once and for all that Eddie Guerrero is indeed his father. And they're not the actual I thought it was great first. that he was wearing Eddie Guerrero's shirt, too. Talking about his dad. Yeah, he has to honor him. Um, now, if nothing, like, the Dirty Dogs, if we're calling them that, like, they're just kind of barely getting TV time. Was it that, I think, yeah, they're the, like... Do they call themselves the Dirty Dogs? Yeah. And then, yeah, Michael Cole's like the top dogs, and like Graves busted his balls. He's like, you know, the top or the top dogs, as you'd call them. <laughs> like, nevertheless, I didn't catch and that. I, I, I forgot one day what what they were talking about, but at one point, Michael Cole goes, "You always have to have the last word, don't you?" Hmm. And then just like chuckles a little bit. I'm like, "Hey, now that sounds like a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get you after this commercial break, son. <laughs> I'm about to take you over Daddy Cole's knee." <laughs> Uh, it's good stuff though. Like I like the banter, because I I'm a fan of Corey Graves. I like it's this. changed. Like I remember at first hating them together, mm-hmm. but they've grown together as like a, a commentary team. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's his dad. It's like it's like a a father and son team on commentary, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised they never did that before. That'd be interesting dynamic. Yeah, so, like, who well, would you get? Well, they, Yo, they, imagine if it's Cowboy Bob Orton and Randy Orton calling <laughs> wrestling matches. <laughs> be wacky. They could they could have done Vince and Shane. My son Shane. <laughs> <laughs> my son Shane. Mr. McMahon and my son Shane. Those are the two characters. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Dad? What do you think, Dad? What a maneuver. Um, the trapezius. The trapezius. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, a lot of uh, typical, mostly expected progression and everything going on. Yeah, I'm so excited for too much wrestling week. Uh, I but was surprised really. that uh, they put Ty Conti over Nyla Rose this week. I don't know what they're doing. It's like that's like your strongest female wrestler and this is what she's doing like I get it if it's to build a star but if it's not then what are we doing exactly like they, so it's one of those like we'll we'll see about that yeah they got they gotta strap the rocket to Ty Conti if that's if that's the plan because they gotta do it now yeah if that's the plan yeah sure you know 
like at least have a plan but that's not how you uh you know uh oh yeah i meant to say it but uh i forgot if it was like an article or like a video maybe it's like an article but lance storm wrote something about how they're booking Britt baker mm -hmm. and he doesn't think what they're doing is smart i feel like i read that but remind me of some Basically, like one of the only things I saw because I didn't get to read it because I only saw the headline was because someone shared it that um, it was actually the wrestling group we're in. But it's like uh, that, you know, once you have the blow off match, that's it. You know, you don't keep the feud going like that match was the blow off. Yeah. yeah I mean, like especially with how big that match is. Yes. You know, how much further can you go with it? Exactly. Exactly. You got to know when to stop it. You want to start it up later like how Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are doing Fight Forever, basically? Mm -hmm. Then fine. But it, it took a while to get back to this point. Which, by the way, I, like, not enough like credit is being given to WWE for really giving something for everyone. Like, There's a lot of people who love Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beating the fuck out of each other. Mm -hmm. And they're getting that. Yep. At WrestleMania. I don't think they ever fought at WrestleMania before. I don't think so either. I th this is huge. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I think this is good. I hope we finally get to see the conspiracy. Like, I want to finally see if the conspiracy is real. You know, the conspiracy to keep Sami Zayn down. Well, given that vin vignette for Sami vs. Corbin... I, cause, there has to, there's somebody. There has to be. Right. So obviously, it's someone in the office. That's now part of the storyline. That's canon. So they I, they have to go back and figure out who whose idea that was and how that got. I approached. hope. I hope it's this character, this guy Mark Carano. I hope it's him, mm. because whenever I see him on any of those Bella shows, he's just such a worm. He looks like weasley. he seems like such. Yeah, he looks so weaselly. Like I could imagine him matter of factly talking to Sami Zayn. Like, yes, it's been me the whole time, mm. and this is why you're just terrible, or whatever. You know, <laughs> like mm. just have it that way, and that's just the end of it. <laughs> it's like, what do I do now that I actually prove that there's a conspiracy against me? Oh, I'm sorry, against me. Mm. That's the best about it. The the two times he said it. Like you could hear the Canadian in it. <laughs> he goes full full Canadian. He's like the conspiracy against me. <laughs> Is it a Canadian thing to pronounce the I there? I I it, it sounded very Chris Jericho. Well I know Jericho like, does it, but Jericho again. does wacky stuff every now and then. But you think it was, he's doing like Chris Jericho and not just like a Canadian thing? Well, I think it might be. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know if, if Jericho was the first to do it. He might have just been like the first wrestler to popularize saying the I and against. Or I don't know. It sounds. It sounds like it's 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 might be a Canadian thing. I feel like he he he's letting that thickness of that accent out. I guess. Maybe. Who knows? Who's to say? Certainly not you. Nope. You're not the champion. Certainly not me, and unfortunately, <laughs> I am not the champion yet. Uh, there are rumors that this uh, the Pinnacle Inner Circle feud might lead to a War Games style match. It's you could make a War Games style match, but you can't do War Games. Right. Also, WWE just applied to re 
establish their trademark on WCW. Smart. I think so, especially with like all these uh, spring break and all these other special events names popping up. Oh, so you ready for um, two hardworking guys just fighting each other uh, coming this week? So, Dude, I saw the poster for that. I rolled my eyes so hard. I don't even want to see it's, it. It's literally two, two workers, just two of the hardest working guys. Who gets to work on time the most? You know, who's never late the most? That was what I saw. Lance Storm was complaining about that, saying, like, all right, so that's, like, indie stuff. Or, like, I mean, insider stuff. Yeah. It's like, all right. Tell me what that means. Yeah, so if you're saying Christian's the hardest worker, but he lost most of his last, like, 100 matches, what does that really mean? Obviously, whoever, obviously he's not working hard enough to win a match. Or you just... Opening the uh, fourth wall too much to the in, to the insider terminologies. That's gotta be it's that smarky mark shit. Yeah. So are all of SCU heels turning heel now? Scorpio Sky, Kazarian. We haven't seen Daniels in a while. I guess so. Yeah, I like, or maybe that was a little heelish. What uh, Kaz was saying. It is, dude. Like. I need to know what the alignments are, dog. I need to pick a side, man. I gotta admit, I chuckled a little at Cranky Frankie. It's pretty good. That's almost like something like a dad would say. Yeah, it's something I would say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, a stepdad yeah. would say. <laughs> it's even more uncool. Yeah. <laughs> like I almost. Wow. Chuckled. I still don't like the character. Yeah. Nor should you. Nope. There were two Christian characters I liked. Brood, barely, because I didn't know anything about him. And then TNA. Captain Charisma? Nope, TNA. No? Oh. That was it. I liked it when he, when he, uh, when they, remember they wrestled, uh, it was, was it Jericho versus Christian? At, uh, Mania? Yes. The WrestleMania 20 and, like, Trish Stratus, like, wound up with Christian. Mm-hmm. That, that must have been a rib on Vin, from Vince McMahon. Like, considering, like, he thinks he's, like, the ugliest man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wouldn't it be great if the ugliest man was with the hottest chick? I think that that was just a rib on the entire male of the human species. I guess, I guess so. Because of the entire species, him. Yeah, it's like, listen, I get it, but like, instead of making it like, don't you know, like he, he's the hardest working, like you, you was it outwork everyone? Yeah. It's like. Listen, I don't, I don't gotta be better. Maybe you're better than me. I don't know, but I only need to be better than you for three seconds, and I only need one shot, one opportunity, and I'm gonna roll you up in a schoolboy. It's three seconds. It's all I need. But no, outwork everyone. Okay, that's great. Outsell everyone. Do that. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, but that like that's even more like you know, what does that mean? What, what, you you got to get the the you got to get the set of kitchen knives, <laughs> you know, for <laughs> the most sales. You know, QT Marshall, these kitchen knives come with this block that you put the knife in, and when you put the knife in and take it out, it actually sharpen the blade every time. That's incredible. For just three easy payments of one twenty nine ninety five. Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> what a wow! That's cr- 
fucking robbery, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. You know. Hey, if, listen, sharpen the knife every time. You never yeah, yeah, have a yeah. knife in your life. All right, dude. Listen, I got a question for you. I want to ask it for you. How long until we finally get Becky Lynch back? I wish I knew. Um, they're obviously part of it is that you know they're gonna wait until you know she's ready to leave the baby. Yeah, whether it be leave the baby a... home or bring the baby on the road. Got yeah, gotta be ready for that. Also, they gotta mm-hmm. have something. They gotta have a storyline ready for. Her. You know, it's very interesting, and what I do enjoy is like that. She's such a strong role model, and just they're just so progressive, you know. For once, it's the man staying at home taking care of the child, you know, while the woman goes to work. Yeah, you know, is, that's pretty interesting. This is not the Seth Rollins I know. Yeah, this is not the Seth Rollins anyone knows. Like my litmus test is my wife, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's established that he's just not. He's not Seth Rollins right now. And Seth was like her favorite after RVD and Shane. Right. I, I don't know who this guy is. You know? I just don't know. Freaking leather pants and these... These color, weird pants. Color morphing suits. He's so... I don't know. It's like... this. Like, when was the last time someone hit him really hard? Did we have a concussion protocol on this guy? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. I, gotta... Did, I don't think those Cesaro spins helped his equilibrium. I don't think so either. Sheesh. Yo, what's the deal with them trying to break up the Hurt business? I don't know. That's out of left field, man. Yes, I, I don't Is it like, I like the, it. are we going Bobby Lashley face, like, after Mania? Like, what are we doing? They can't. They can't, right? It's not right. Honestly, like you know, you can't put that, put that, put them in there. It's not gonna work. Our business shouldn't be faces. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. All right, get ready, get ready for this. Okay, so say the hurt business break up, which we're against, but the hurt business breaks up, and we saw that retribution killed Mustafa Ali on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Was that the pre-show? Yeah. Like, just break the stable up. What if? There's a team up, okay? The remnants of the Hurt Business and the remnants of what was Retribution, they remove their masks, they have their names back, ready for this faction. Yeah. Are you ready? Hurt people. Because Hurt people hurt people. You know, the Hurt Business is upset that Lashley got rid of them, their feelings are hurt, the retribution they were all fucked up because of mustafa ali they're hurt and now they're here to hurt people wow <laughs> that would kind Together. of be calling them right calling them the hurt people so you have <laughs> you have the tag team of cedric and shelton you have the yeah. the presumably they say to say is a tag team of um t-bar and slapjack or is it, or t-bar and the other guy T-Bar mace. And mace so mace and t-bar would be the better yeah, like tag Dio team madden and dominic dajakovic yeah. You got Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. And you got... Slapjack. Right. Which is... Uh, what's his name? Australian guy. Uh, I see. Uh, Th- Thorne. Yeah, Shane right? Thorne. Is that Yeah, Shane Thorne. Yes. Good job. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Cause, yes. yes. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yes. Oh, man. Shane Thorne is definitely the odd man out. And they're there to hurt people. Because they also themselves have been hurt. Yes. So hurt emo. people. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I wonder if uh, is Mustafa Ali gonna come back as a face, or like, listen, guys, I'm sorry, I was a jerk to you guys, or whatever. 
or just he's just riding off into the sunset. I don't for know, a while. but they didn't, they didn't seem to be any sort of follow up whatsoever to that. Uh, no, I don't believe so. I guess it's one of those wait and sees. Like a lot, I guess a lot was happening on that three hour, the three hours that they had. On Raw, yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing how they built up Natalia just to have her get destroyed by Bianca Belair. That was pretty interesting. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I guess, right? Like, she finally gets her outfits in order, Mm -hmm. and this is what happens. (laughs) It's all right. She'll be back, I feel. Listen, it's all right because Bianca's got the rocket on her back. This is true. Maybe they'll make her wrestle Tamina next week. Probably. Yeah. Keep that momentum going. The tag team. Natalia will probably attack her from behind in the mid-match. Disqualification. Then tag match. Bianca's going to team with someone. Yeah. Oh, what? That's a good question. Who do you think's going to have momentum going into WrestleMania? It's the SmackDown before Mania. Who's going to have the momentum out of the two? Probably Sasha. Yeah, as, that's what I was thinking. The, uh, more veteran of the two. Yeah, same thing for Roman. I think he's going to have the momentum going into Mania. Like, he's going to do something like him and Jay, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, the other Us will come back, and they'll just, like, destroy them. Oh, there's definitely going to be a tag match. Roman and Jay versus Brian and Edge. Yeah, and then just, like, they just destroy both of them. Yeah. And then, like, Roman will have all the momentum. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't even be about the match. Like, they'll be a DQ because Jay will, like, hit someone with a chair or whatever. And bring yeah, it's about, and... like... Doing as much damage to them as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Because then the threat of the Usos getting involved. Because there's no DQ in a triple threat match. So there's definitely going to be some, you know, fuckery. Leading up to the finish that you described. Yeah. I'm just wondering how how influenced the finish will be by said fuckery. That's that's a very good question. I think it's after they're after they eject them, or like maybe a tag team like redebuts or something, or moves up from NXT and just gets them out of there or whatever. Mm. I don't know. A lot of possibilities. A lot of time. We're missing between now. There's and what? Mania. Yeah, and there's so much to talk about. Like there's like you know, Walter is fighting Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa's got an NXT UK Championship match. Dude, that could be that could either way. That could go either way. Uh, Champa shouldn't win. But listen, the point yeah, is, agreed. Like, I, I think it might be to establish Walter's dominance for the regular NXT audience. I think there's a reason he's here. That's going to be Walter's second title defense that week. Mm. He's defending on who's the first. Uh, I, someone I don't know if I've heard the name before. I saw it on not dragging off. He's defending it on NXT UK TV. So it's probably pre-taped from a couple weeks ago or whatever. Mm. Yeah, the big deal is going to definitely be um, the State of Deliver match, though. Yeah. That's the big stage. Yeah, especially since, you know, this takes place after NXT TV. NXT yeah. NXT TV, so. And then you got Devlin, you know, the, the, the cruiser. Which one of them is the, I think, uh, the other guy's the interim. Because Devlin's the real champion. Yeah, Devlin is the lineal champion, as they. Yeah. Had described um, uh, Tyson Fury as the lineal boxing champion. So, Devlin is the lineal champion, and uh, Santos Escobar was the interim champion. They stopped using the word interim for presumably because you know Devlin couldn't get here for months and months. 
Right. I wonder if they'll be they'll call it the undisputed cruiserweight championship. That would make it they, way better. They could for like two weeks. Yeah, that would be so cool. That would stop. like put so much weight on it, which would make it cruiserweight. Would right. It? Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? I think Wade Barrett was making the argument of he couldn't get here to defend it, so he's he's the UK blah 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 champion whatever or like maybe one of them was making that argument that he's not the champion because he couldn't defend it but he was defending it in NXT UK why not make that point why like it's almost as if they're not acknowledging the existence of NXT UK when they when they talk about I think that's it championship I think that's it why I don't know I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you like that's kind of like the way Raw and SmackDown kind of like uh, big time NXT, saying you know the yeah. top two brands, and like that's NXT's way of saying, well, we're the superior NXT brand because we're not even acknowledging that he was doing anything with the cruiserweight title the past year. True. That's true, man. You're right. And it's not like the NXT UK commercials don't air during NXT TV. This is also true. Another point for Gryffindor. <laughs> It's it's like I hate this lack of consistency. That is the Dude, most that's annoying life, thing. man. That's the thing, man. It's so hard to like be like, listen, I guess I can't I guess I gotta change my reality here, you know? Like I gotta perceive this the way you want me to because you guys are not you know, like I don't know. I don't know how I think it's just try to make it uh digestible. Like they don't trust people to retain information or something. Like you can't just talk about these things. Just say like he's been you can mention it. See UK TV, which you can see here on the WWE Network at you know th- Thursdays 4 p.m. Eastern or whatever day and time it is. I don't even know. Look, man, I'm with you. All right, I, I feel like my girl Kaylee Ray is not getting the respect that she deserves. Mm-hmm. Like her raid is like the longest one. Period. Yeah. You know? It's not so like it's on know. a rival network. It's all WWE Network. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's not like they're talking about another company. <laughs> Forget the pond. I'm all about America. <laughs> right? This is, it, it's yeah. so frustrating trying to understand their lack of logic. I hear you, brother. I'm with you on that. Listen, don't even worry about it, you know? It's going to work out in the end. Devlin should retain. Devlin should become... Uh, yeah, I think he champion. will. I, I think he will. I think they should move Escobar up to, like, you know, maybe, like, North American... Or maybe even a, a NXT Championship contender. Yeah, like he's got the he's got the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's possible. You know, the groundwork is there. Maybe give Devlin he's a very one or two guys to neutralize the rest of Legado del Fantasma. Here's the real question. Yeah, related to this, Andrade, mm-hmm. no ninety day compete clause. He doesn't have a ninety day no compete. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I think that's a huge part of what makes me think that that Charlotte thing is real. Because even if they did let him go, they could have kept him on the 90 day if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, could you imagine they just show up on an AEW, him and Zelina Vega? They could. I read something that um, Vega signed a short-term contract, but that it's not wrestling-related. Oh, maybe it's like, maybe they want her to run the Heels website. Well, that's still wrestling related. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Running a website? 
Well, who did she have a contract with? Well, I mean, that's still three W. I know, but like, I didn't know the heels website was wrestling related. Yeah, AEW heels. Yeah. I I said she was going to operate the website. Oh. Like, I don't understand how operating a website has to do with actual wrestling. So you're telling me the web the webmaster of WWE dot com is in the wrestling business? Affiliated with wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't, You're just splitting so th- fucking there are hairs. There no details as to what her this contract is for. Okay. Um, it could be that because you think could it is. you could be a valet and not a wrestler. Right. I don't know. It could be. Who knows? I I, I think it's unlikely. Um, I hope she. But does he go back to the mask? Hmm. Does he? La sombra. Oh yeah, he actually he asked that question on online whether he should go back to the mask or not. I think he's too handsome, honestly. You know, like, you know, like I think if you're too handsome, you know, that's why this mask thing. That's why people want everybody to bat, wear masks forever because it keeps ugly people from really, like, you know, ruining people's day with their stupid faces. Honestly, I don't know. Like, you know, if anything, it's just us beautiful people, you know, that are really affected by this, and that that's 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 awful. We should we should have a campaign for the beautiful people. Like, if you're beautiful, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. Or just just wear a, a plastic mask. Just make sure it's, you know, fully airtight. Whatever. El, la sombra. <laughs> Come on. Put that mask on. Don't wear the mask. Maybe some days you do, some days you don't. Maybe you could do whatever you want. You can even do two separate characters, Andrade and La Sombra. Because why not? I don't care. Just do whatever. Everybody's doing everything. You know, as far Men as, are as far being as set know, on fire. As far as I know, unlike Alberto Del Rio, he doesn't have any distinguishing tattoos, so he could realistically do both. He could. Just He could. Just, I don't think he, he should do the Ethan Page thing where he fights himself. Is that oh, you know? finally saw it, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't <laughs> I watch it? Yeah, I watched it with you I, last I week. I sent it to you. Yeah, because like... I, I you watched it while I sat there. I yeah, think. it was like two something minutes like long that. or something. Yeah, it's so like, bad. It, you didn't know about it. I'm like, you don't know about Karate Man. <laughs> it was ambitious, pre- under the presumption that he did it all himself and had. It no wasn't help. what he wanted. It's actually he, there was like this whole thing where he's like, "That's not the way I wanted to do it," mm. but this is what they let me do. Okay. Yeah. Either way, he's in AEW now, so he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, let's see what he brings to the table there. So, Mox is apparently scheduled for a match on Elevation. Against who? And wow, that's weird. I don't remember. Obviously, Mox... That's like not even dark. I know. That's like (laughs) third tier. But, like, you know how every now and then you get a Hogan match on WWF Superstars? Right. So, I I see it as kind of like that. It's, It's to elevate the person that he's working against. Like, so people are going to tune in to see Moxley wrestle, right? And they're going to mm-hmm. get eyes on this new person that they've never seen or hear, heard of before. And then that person, you know, gets a little little buzz around them. Because a lot more people are going to see that match than they would otherwise if, if it wasn't against Mox. If it was against, Indeed. like, someone else, like uh, Michael Nakazawa or something. Michael Nakazawa. Does he say that? Should. Okay. <laughs> for the sake of this conversation, I will agree that he should say that. <laughs> to make it okay for you to say that. That's okay. Should you should make it okay. Yes. 
you should be enabling me. I'm a, you're supposed to be, this is supposed to be a team. Like, this is why you'll never be champion again, because you always try to bury me. I do nothing but put you over. The cat's already out of when the I bag. feel like I, it. I can't be perpetually <laughs> apologizing for you. <laughs> well, well, I guess we've reached the end of this Facebook <laughs> Focus podcast. <laughs> oh, man. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. No, you can't. It's impossible. Which, Stop trying. Just use it. Like, the first time I heard that analogy, which actually wasn't all that long ago, I'm like... Wow, that's amazing. You really can't. Yeah, you really can't. I, I, like, you need, like, special equipment to do that. And I don't got it. Actually, maybe if you get, you know, like those cake things, you know, they used to squeeze the frosting out to, into, like, designs and stuff. Mm. If you got one of those, maybe. A chef maybe. could put the toothpaste back into the tube. Yeah, right. yeah, you know what? You would need a specific profession to do so, though. But not we're not all the qualified to do so. Right. So it's a good general statement. It is. Like the average man. like. But if we specified, I'm sure like maybe there's some like wunderkin out there with the toothpaste uh, that could just get it back in. Mm-hmm. And we're dismissing it like it's impossible. Like there are people out there that really do make the uh, impossible possible. And they should be honored. They should be. And one day, maybe they will reveal themselves. But until then, you can't. Right. Th- at the end of the day. Until and then, that's how the you def- once out of the tube, cannot be put back in. And that is how you defend a friend's bit. Okay? That's how you do it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and the whole cat out of the bag thing, it's like, you know, just put, a, put the bag inside a box and the cat will go back in. Obviously, you're not using a good bag, <laughs> right? You're you're being like you're just not you're just worried about being a good person and maybe not suffocating the damn thing. But honestly, if you just tie it, he won't be able to get out. I always imagine it being a, pl- a pl- uh, paper bag. Honestly, you're doing it. You're letting the cat on the bag on purpose. Like you could theoretically listen. I I am I listen. I could keep a cat in a bag. How do we know there right? are no not, air holes in the bag? That's true. All right. Well, you know what? I I could do it. I could keep the the cat in the bag. You're just letting it out just to to to, to you know your own ends. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So I want I want to see him chase the laser. Well, you're gonna have a lot of miles to cover, and, and a short way to go, brother. What? What? <laughs> All right. If you want to email us some more. Uh, Come on, expressions man. and cliches that we can dissect and make no sense of, or more or less sense of than. Come they on, man. Do. Corn pop. Come on. <laughs> uh, basinbookers at gmail.com, of course, and of course we're on Twitter at basinbookers at basinjer at rich there is. Uh, we're on Facebook. Basinbookers got a page there. Check us out. Uh, Not Ethan Page. Oh what? Not Ethan Page. Not Ethan page. Not page page. Not, not page page. Not not hangman page. No. Um, the page page. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a Facebook page. Uh, Instagram basement bookers pod. Uh, as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, and we referenced it before. We got a parting message for you. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. One, four,
So go beyond and make it count. And do it, the man says. Follow the bookers. Uh.